And welcome to episode 60 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello. And I am also joined by the illustrious percussion Mike. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was like, oh crap, did I, mean, did I have to put on a voice for Mike? Cause... <laughs> hello, my name is Percussion Mike. That's, that's yeah. obviously Percussion Mike. <laughs> how are you, Matt? <laughs> I'm well, how are you guys? I, I'm okay, I'm alright. I'm doing okay. Good. That's all, all, we can, all we can ask for. But yes, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. What have you two been like? How have you two been over the past you... couple of weeks? Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. It's been a while. It's fine. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while. How have you two gentlemen been in the elapsed time between podcast recordings? Uh, yeah, been okay. Been okay. We've had a, l- a lot going on, so mm. I imagine this podcast is either going to be very long or contain lots of very small topics. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, the being small topics does require us not to waffle. So you know, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, swe- I'm swaying to the it's going to be a long one to be honest because I don't think we're capable mm. of doing short things. <laughs> Buckle up, motherfuckers! <laughs> what about you, drummer boy? Yeah, good. As, as like you guys, I've been on holiday for a bit, so that was nice. Mm. Um, oh. I have a I, I have a slideshow prepared ready for everyone. So excellent! Oh, excellent! <laughs> I hope you have an Excel sheet ready as well. So if if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we'll put up slides as as it's going. Oh, I don't actually um, them. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to do that. Um, please don't look for it. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't encourage Matt. Everyone listening, not on YouTube, is going to pause it, move over to YouTube, and then be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't wait the extra five seconds for me to say that. <laughs> no, and also Which they really... then found themselves on YouTube. So. <laughs> it's generally not a good idea anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, we should probably talk about some of the general little bits and pieces we've got to talk about. So first up, we got Kill Team. Yay. We got Kill Team. Yes, we did a video on um, opening the box of Kill Team. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, I have got one. Um, well, okay, I've got one one little thing to mention about it that is really peculiar. Which is, we kind of mention in the video how it's sort of like a box set type deal, because it's got a nice box. Yeah, yeah it's a starter set. Yeah, but I, I mean as in like a boxed board game. Yeah. So it's like a, a singular unit of thing. It's not like... Like, you know, you buy a regular box set, like the edition box sets of 40k, and it's sort of designed for you to start playing 40k, but it's designed to be expanded upon. Yeah. Um, And that's sort of the thing. Whereas this one, because of the coloured plastics and because you get all the rules kind of together, it sort of feels like it's supposed to be something that you can have as just a box on your shelf. Yeah. So, like, as just a regular board game. So... Whilst that is true, it's really weird because I've been assembling the terrain and there is literally no way to assemble the terrain in a way that will fit inside the box. Okay, right. Because I, it is spiteful. It would you and have cruel. to you have to build it too big to fit in the box. So my theory about it being that kind of set is evidently very wrong, <laughs> even though it seems right. It's a bit of a, a bit of a chimera. 
yeah, it's a weird one. Um, but also to answer a few people in the comments, um, which faction will you be having snipe in the, in the box set? Space Wolves. You are not. Um, you are having something different. What are you having? Necrons. Uh, you are having the Mechanicum forces. <laughs> They're basically Necrons. They are not. Okay, before anyone gets angry, that was a <laughs> deliberate fucking joke. <laughs> uh, and I'm having a Gene Stiller cultist. Because yes. some people were asking, so I thought it would be best to yeah. uh, communicate that. Drama Matt's having the Necrons. Um, yeah. Yes, we bought him Forgebane. Uh, we did not buy him Forgebane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have bought him Forgebane. Uh, related to Rogue Trader. Um, related to Rogue Trader? I gave away what I was going to speak about there. Related yeah, Deathless Ki- Podcasters. Oh, god damn. Uh, related to Kill Team, there was the Rogue Trader um, trailer that came out. The Cowboy Bebop trailer. Yeah, that which was... Which is not a, not a problem. No, no, which was a well, like the first big expansion for Kill Team, um, and is done in a really light-hearted way. Like it's from the perspective of this female rogue trader, and she's just you know generally kind of being a bit snarky about the whole thing. It's it's nice to see someone light-hearted. It from just seems an- like she's massively inconvenienced by the whole thing, <laughs> and that's pretty awesome. Honestly. What is it like when one of the sons of the emperor tells you to do the tells you to do a task? Your first question is how much? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, rogue traders. Yeah, like it's just a bit. Like I say, it's just a bit more light-hearted. And there's that one picture of a nurgling in sunglasses that is the best. <laughs> it's it's awesome. so fucking cool. I have um, not seen this, but I'm going to have to check it out. It looks like it's straight out of Axe Cop. It's amazing. <laughs> actually, it wouldn't. Yeah, the art style is very similar. I don't know who drew it. I was actually going to look and see if it's anyone I recognise. It does look very familiar. Yeah, the first first thought was Axe Cop, mm-hmm. like the the comic version of it. So, hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that looks cool. Uh, hopefully that that will be a good. I'm intrigued to see what will happen. My brain's just thinking of like Avocado Navigator. <laughs> <laughs> And it's flute okay. pilot. And flute pilot. <laughs> awesome. Oh, good old XCOM. So on the topic um, of Kill Team, have you actually played a game yet? Not How even... fucking dare you? You come to the podcast <laughs> that you are like officially a part of and disrespect us like this? I genuinely th- want to know if it's good. I haven't... Um, it's probably fine. haven't been able to assemble all the things yet. Okay, so. fair. Uh, because they are regular kits, they're not push fit ones, so you've got to properly put them together and, yeah. So, uh, that's taking more time than it should because I guess I'm just really anal about this kind of stuff. So, but I had a look through the rules and it does look very interesting. Um, Smaller point games are good. Yeah, designed for much, much smaller kind of games, like 100 point total. Okay, Um yep. You can play it with anything. Do the models, they have the same points value as they do in actual 40k then? Depends. Okay. You can play it with like the regular stuff, but also you can play it with um, like the proper rules where it's very limited and the points are very specific Okay. Um, to be balanced differently. So this, it's sort of like you have um, open play and kind of match play sort of thing. So... Um, it's quite. It is quite limited on what you can actually use in the proper point costed kind of version of the game, though. So, you know, it's a whole thing. Okay. Uh, well, well, I guess we'll get a bit of a better grasp on it once we've actually played yeah, it. Sure. Um, but it's going to be good because we'll actually have a chance to use a lot of like the smaller armies that we have. 
or the, like, the stubs where we're just like, wouldn't it be cool to have this? And then we buy half of them, assemble them, and maybe <laughs> paint one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gives us a bit of an excuse to do that. Mm. Um, although, yeah, really weird actually. Um, the box set, the two kill teams you get in it, wildly differing points costs. <laughs> I'm not okay. surprised because I remember like all the other box sets, like the Black Reach box set was pretty. Uh, had had quite some uh, severe point disparities. disparities. Oh yeah, this, this is not uncommon with like boxed armies. But these are supposed to be a, like a hundred points in size, and one of them is thirty points less. I am aware. <laughs> it's... But let me refer to Games Workshop. As much as I'm really enjoying what they're doing right now, uh, well, yeah, they can still be a little bit fucky. Oh yeah, but it was it was just a weird one to see, considering that it's like a third difference. No, they in... put that in there. It's like old like Lego and Meccano sets. They deliberately fuck up just so they can like help you with your problem solving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the old Meccano stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Where they deliberately put mistakes in the. Instructions. That is such a crock of shit. It's like, nah, you just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, no, uh, if you found that, then you're really smart. <laughs> Ooh. Um, anyway, uh, on to other 40k things. Uh, Everyone's we... angry at Forge World. Yeah, I haven't read up about that, so I... I, I don't I don't know what's going on, what's well, happening. They've basically what they've done is uh everywhere outside of the UK, if you order it, they will give you it, it basically has a thirty to forty percent price increase. Ooh. That's, that's Which quite is a like, bit. Let's be honest, these little plastic dudes are pretty fucking expensive. I, I'll have you know they're resin. Potato <laughs> potato. <laughs> Oh, but, well, that changes everything, actually. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, I'm happy to pay 90 quid for a Primark model that is fucking ugly as shit. <laughs> no, you're right. It's probably a lot more than that, even. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're outside the UK, it probably fucking is about 30 to 40% more. <laughs> so, yeah, cranky about that. We all should be. Yeah. Um, have they actually said why the price increase has happened? Okay, I'm giving Webb a really kind of like, do you really want me to say this on podcast look? Well, it's Brexit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We were on Adeptus Podcast this 50th episode. It was so much fun hanging out with everybody and poor Michael. Poor, poor Michael. He's a very sweet, lovely man and he doesn't deserve to have us inflicted upon him. I mean, what? There was like nine people in there. It was was quite crowded, yeah. It was a real hectic affair. Um, We kept talking about Ian Watson. Of course we did. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you should go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, Everyone should just check out the Adeptus Podcast anyway. <laughs> Don't know why you're listening to our shit. <laughs> I once we, once we finish talking about 40k in this intro, we're just going to talk about bollocks for the next hour. Literally so. talking about like just testicles, just testicles. <laughs> um, related, we were also on related the... to testicles, or <laughs> yes, uh, related to the 40k thing. I was okay. trying to segue us away from the testicles. <laughs> okay. Segwaying away. I was just slightly testicles. concerned that whoever, whatever you're about to say, you're going to insult them by them. Th- they will think that they're related to testicles. So I was just, no. I just wanted well, to clarify. Half the planet kind of is. So <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, statistically speaking, more or less. Yeah, a lot of people have testicles. A so, lot of people you know, do. It's I, I'd the say new, it's, new in thing, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't describe someone as like I don't know a testicle owner <laughs> as like because I, I see that's quite dehumanizing, dehumanizing, and a little bit rude. But, you know, it's, it's safe to assume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to move on now. Please! <laughs> um, Can you so hold my shovel? <laughs> we were on the premiere for the new episode of If the Emperor Had a Text-to-Speech Device. Yes! Yeah. Um, With Sarango the Boar. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> He's not even a real bear. He is not. He is not. On, on his Twitch channel, um, with like Alpha and Erndil and a bunch of voice actors and stuff. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um want to say a big thank you to them for asking us on, because I feel that we... Uh, are terrible all the time, so thank you very much for giving us a chance of doing that. <laughs> thank you for letting us ruin your platform. It was terrifying to be on a stream which had, at time, I think when the, the episode was actually premiering, there was like 3,000 like people. Like upper half of like 3,500. Something like that. Yeah. That so, was fucking terrifying. So also, that... it was really fun watching like something happen in the video and then... A few seconds later, and then everyone in chat would spam the the saying. Yeah. So it's like somebody gets crushed by a tank, and they're like, "Oh shit, fucking Nora!" And then everyone just repeats "fucking Nora" in all capitals, <laughs> and then there's one person going, "Who's Nora?" Yep. Which is the funniest fucking thing to me. Because yeah, in the episode you were reprising your role of Scion Matilda. Yes. And she is the best. She is amazing. And I got to finally. Um, show off the fact that I am voicing Inquisitor Obi-Wan Sherlock Clouseau, which <laughs> makes me unreasonably happy. He is, like, the best character in all of 40k lore. Because he's like, the worst. Latara Saren is, like, second. It's close. <laughs> but damn. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was pretty fun. That was crazy and, fun. Um, pretty cool. Although, um, as you may know... Me. As you may know, oh. you will know especially. Shit. Because um, obviously said we had this wasn't going to be on the test. Because uh, obviously we had a weird podcast last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we were all away on holiday. Not due to a scheduling error. Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, I guess it's not really a scheduling error when we can't really book holidays around the podcast. I mean, we could if we just tried harder. No. But it would be a right pain in the ass and unnecessary. A bit like holidays, really. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so uh, we're not going to bore you the entire time with um, holiday talk, uh, but we thought we'd mention a few things On from the our... the first day, I ate an ice cream sandwich. You didn't, though. I would give it a 4.7 out of But 10. you didn't eat a, an ice cream sandwich. You're lying. You're lying to the viewers <laughs> slash listeners. I also saw a crab. <laughs> Did you see a crab? I, I didn't see a crab. <laughs> I'm lying. We were looking for crabs. I couldn't find a crab. We went to Cornwall. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a thing. Um, stayed Shouted around... that a bunch of seagulls. Yeah, stayed around St. Ives. So, you know, crab. nearer the, the end of, uh, of Cornwall. Mm-hmm. Nearer the tip. Just the tip. Just uh-huh. the tip. Just dicks. <laughs> Just dicks. Mm. Crabs have dicks. Um, but yeah, so we had uh, we had fun. We went on the beach and swam in the sea. They got horrifically scalded and sunburned. And before anyone makes a joke about, oh, but you're an Australian, how did you get sunburned? It's like it's because I have this thing called skin, right? <laughs> and UV rays burn skin. <laughs> they do. And I was caked in fucking like suntan lotion, well sunscreen. It's just, I needed a ridiculously high amount because the UV index was so fucking high. So before you start, fuck off. Go put your crab dick in an ice cream, ice cream sandwich. I'm fucking sick of your bullshit. And to be wow. fair, it was your guy's first time in the sun, so... Yeah, in like 20 fucking years. I haven't seen the sun in that long. I've, I've not been, well, we've not like been on holiday in well over a decade. So, you know. Because they're ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we saw a few little interesting things that we should probably mention. Mm. 
Um, saw a uh, lot, lot of people at the beach. There was a lot of people at the yeah. beach. Uh, we went to a place um, that is called the Lizard. We went to ah, the, yeah, lizard. the Lizard. Um, which I feel is probably... We walked around the, the Lizard. lizard. Uh, we just think that's really funny that there is a place called like, The Lizard. I got tricked <laughs> into buying some really shitty licorice by an old man who lived in The Lizard. <laughs> also, I poured like a pint of lemonade over myself by accident and it was the most refreshing fucking thing <laughs> that has ever happened. Because <laughs> I have like really bad sunburn on my legs and I, I like moved over to get some crisps at the pub and I like, I was outside so luckily it was just all like concrete. And I poured like, and I'm just like, <gasps> oh, that was actually really nice. <laughs> <laughs> and like, everyone around was like, there was a woman who was like, would you like a towel? And I'm like, yeah, go on. <laughs> I guess that's the dumb thing, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what else uh, went down. Uh, oh, we went to see a musical, actually. We did at the uh, the Minac Theatre, which is basically carved out the side of oh, a cool. cliff. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've, I've seen pictures of that place, but I've never been. It's really rad. Yeah, it's like uh, an old... But your ass will never forgive you. Yeah, yeah okay, it's yeah. like <laughs> all the seats are just granite. So Because yeah. they're basically carved out of rock. And you can get like weird... You can rent like weird seat things to sit on, which maybe save your butt an hour. Yeah. But I, then... Like, then oh, it gets really cold as well. It gets well, really bad. Because it's like, oh, you're viewing the sea. Yeah, the like, ocean is You're just is looking like right down there. over it. Um, but what, what musical did we see, Snipe? Uh, what musical? Yeah. Resident Evil. We didn't see Resident Evil the musical. I'm not sure if that's a thing. It should be. Okay. <laughs> we saw Sweeney Todd the musical. Oh, nice. It's pretty good. Which yeah. is very good. I'd never seen it before. And honestly, I hate Johnny Depp so fucking much <laughs> that I was glad to see it without anything to do with him. I do, I do not believe um, From Hell is an adaptation of the musical. No. <laughs> But he was, he did play Sweeney He did play Todd. Sweeney Todd, yes. And because he just wants to ruin good stories, I guess. Because I wow. hate him so fucking much. He is a shithead. Yeah. Uh, but so. no, it was really entertaining. It was really fun. It was like a few hours long. Had the intermission. Demon Barber of Fleet Street. I can't remember the yeah. tune, but I remember the song. If that makes I any sense. I everyone going, Sweetie! Like, really loud. And every time, like, they did that, Weeb was like... <laughs> it just made him laugh. It's just that like they're all, like, falsetto out of nowhere going, Sweetie! It's just really... It's just funny to me. Oh, what was that guy behind us? It was like... Oh, I really like it, but I don't like the parts where they go from into, they go from talking to singing, which was probably a bit of a problem for them going to watch a musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they didn't mind the singing and they didn't mind the talking, but it was when they went from talking to singing, this guy hated it. So I don't know what they wanted really. <laughs> yeah. like, so, like, at some point, there has to be a transition from one to the other, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Un- unless yeah. they want the whole thing to be singing, which mm. would be kind of hard for some of the incidental points. A little bit. But it's, it's cool, you could take your own booze and food, so like, cool. I was sitting there drinking like a really strong vodka and lemonade, eating a fucking apple pie, <laughs> <laughs> just feeling like I'd snuck a bunch of booze into a cinema. <laughs> I felt so fucking classy. I, w- I will give a piece of advice to anyone who happens to go to the Minac Theatre, though. There is an intermission, so technically you can get up and go to the lavatory. I mean, technically you can. But... Everyone's just standing up going, wow, my arse is numb, and doesn't move out of the way, and there's not enough space, so you might as well just give up and accept you're not going for a piss unless you're you're right on the edge. You're either going (laughs) to piss yourself, or die. So I solved the problem by just not drinking. (laughs) I drank, and I was just like, fuck it, I will just drink alcohol, I don't give a fuck. 
because that's usually my outlook on life. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but no, it was very cool. It was um, better than the lizard. It was better than the lizard. Which really, the only part about that was the fact that it has a cool name. Yeah, that's and true. I saw a drone hovering like fifty feet above a no drones allowed sign. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. And I was like, hey. awesome. I was, I looked at, it, I was like, no drones, like at this point, like, it is against the law. And I hear this whirr, and I look up, and there's just a fucking drone up there. I'm like, well, <laughs> shit. We also went to a place called the Lost Gardens of Heligan, which sounds like the most Dark Souls area. <laughs> yeah, and it had like there was a couple of sculptures there that were super fucking Dark Soulsian. Like there was like that was like the Mud Maiden. It was like this big fucking sculpture of a woman who's like half asleep, like like half kind of covered up by the earth. And it's like, yeah, like if she was like she she's obviously Dark Souls like boss because she'd get up and like all these roots would snap out of the ground into her face and like half of her'd be really like like root and weird. Which would be amazing. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's, it's just a big garden, isn't it? Yeah, and like it was a big fancy one because it was like, oh yeah, like it Apparently, like, around World War One, like everyone who tended the guns went to war, and then like no one came back, so it was just lost. And there was like a big uh, restoration thing during like the seventies. Yeah, it's, like, it's really cool. Um, they charge a absolute fucking fortune to get in, though. Yeah, like it's absolutely gross how much they charge you. <laughs> but yeah, um, was there anything else really to mention from our time? In no. Cornwall? In the Cornwall, no. 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 There is not. There's not. There is not. Uh, Matt, you also went on holiday, didn't you? Uh, yes, I did, actually. Do well, have... okay, then. <laughs> well, okay, then. Uh, do you have any, any quick tales to tell? Um, I, no, I, I do have one one highlight, actually. So, um, again, I won't bore with a lot of stories. But um, we were walking along the Pyrenees, because um, there's, like, a path that goes... There's three paths. There's one that goes right across the top of the mountains along the whole way, which is ludicrous. And then there's one that's lower down on the French side and one that's lower down on the Spanish side. Yeah. So we were walking on the Spanish side because that's where the sun is and it rains in France <laughs> and it doesn't rain in <laughs> Imagine this, like, basically. absolute line of sun and, like... Pretty much. Rain. Like, the, you see the cloud coming in the, over the mountain and then they sort of dissipate at the top of the mountain and, you, and you're fine either side. Um, yeah. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Um... But we were doing that. We were originally going to do two weeks, and my le- my feet gave up after a week of like because we had you know everything on our backs, tents and yeah. liters of water and food and everything. So it was heavy bags. And after a week, I was just like, yeah, my feet can't do this anymore. So we ended up just <laughs> getting a last minute Airbnb in Toulouse and just sitting by a pool for a bit. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> but anyway, so my one story is about. So we were to paint a picture. We were w- walking across some um, mountain pass, and we'd just gone up some like big steep like big drop on one side scree thing which was sort of walking up and slipping slightly and we got to the top of that and then we had to do a basically mountain climbing almost like it was meant to be a walking path but there's a few bits where you have to scrabble and this bit was apparently is according to our guidebook like the hardest bit on the whole because that you can do the whole thing in like 40 days or something so we just done the, like the middle section like a little yeah. bit of it but this bit was like meant to be the, the hard the most tricky bit in the whole thing and it just happened to be on like our third day or something when we were just not at all ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking terrified of heights. I do not like heights. And I do not like edges. And I don't like mountain climbing. So I mountains are bullshit. Dude. Got over this bit. Off. Like so, I got this huge sense of like adrenaline from getting over this thing finally. And we were just walking down. And the other side is like mountains either side of us. And there's a big snow patch because it's above the snow. So there's like this big snow patch that we're walking through in like the middle of July when four days previously it was 38 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Walking down this like 
snow bit, like trying to balance and not slip down the mountain. And then we just see, walking towards us, um, some woman, I don't know how old she was, because we weren't focused on her, we were focused on, she had a dog with her. Dog. Oh. Like a, still, some sort of terrier type thing. And there was a few dogs around, and there was like, because most of the path, apart from like this one climbing bit, and I think there's a couple of other climbing bits, but most of it is just walking, so like people do take their dogs along, because yeah. why not? But this one terrier, which we were not expecting to see in, in the snow after this climb, coming from the other way, so I don't know how if they would have done the climb or not, I don't know. But this little terrier thing, so the small side of medium-sized dog, had pannier racks on it. Like, it had a little backpack. <laughs> so she was carrying her big bag with, like, all of her bits and bobs in it. And then he had, the, this dog had, like, it was, like, two straps over him and then a little pannier bag on, like, both of his sides. And it was the most adorable thing. <laughs> And then and then it gets better. So we get past her, and she asks us, um, "Oh, oh, hi, nice to meet you. What are your dreams?" And we were just oh, like, oh. "What?" So seem- seemingly she'd been going. We we thought, "Oh, she's been going through and just asking everyone she meets." And but then we were about to say, and she was like, "Hang on, hang on." She turns to the dog, and then out of the dog's little pannier rack gets this little like dream journal, effectively. <laughs> And start and just like, oh, what are your dreams? So we just said something, and then she was just like, write it down. It's like, oh, what's your names? And just wrote it down in this little journal, and then put that oh. back in the in the dog's pannier rack, and then off they trotted to the next person. The dog is the so, carrier of dreams. Yeah, exactly. It's dream dog. Oh. But we came to the conclusion that actually it was the dro- it was the dog's project, really. But the dog is yeah. accepting its limitations and not being able to write mm, in a little journal. Definitely. He's just sort of drags his human along to like do the actual you know, <laughs> interpreting, basically. <laughs> But this... And she's just really helpful and supportive of his dreams. Yeah, exactly. And then this dog was quite happily just plodding along the mountains with a bag full of dreams. Oh, and it was, is... just, it was just so surreal and so amazing. Honestly, I kind of want to ask if maybe you were really high altitude, but I honestly don't want to do that because I want to live in a world where Dream Dog and his, his helper maiden are a real thing because that makes my life so much fucking better. No, it was we both saw this, so unless we were having some sort of shared hallucination, I think I think it's we're safe to say Dream Dog was real and Dream Dog is even the best. if even if there was a possibility of it being hallucination, I refuse to fucking accept it because that is amazing. So yeah, that, that's, that's, our, that's my my one vaguely po- podcast related because the whole dog thing we have going on. Well, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. which is there was a lot of dogs in Cornwall. I can say there that there were so many puppies. Oh, excellent! So yeah, that is we my my some. one good holiday story for you all. That was amazing. It was a very good holiday story. Thank you. <laughs> uh, shall we get to the thing that people, I guess, tune in for? No, they've they're already, they're already heard Dream Dog and Help a Human. That's I guess. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Wib, what have you been up to, my friend, that I live with and married? Uh, well, apart from doing the whole going on holiday thing and yeah. then coming back and scrabbling together to get everything done. Just working constantly. Yes. <laughs> um, to get back into into sort of routine Um, apart from that sobering fucking apart from that um, well I have played a bit more of The Surge because we played that yes I watched a video of it yeah it um, looks really good it's hmm okay it looks nice I don't know if it looks like it would be a nice game to play but it looks nice if that makes sense like the aesthetic they've got is really nice I think yeah I get you it's it's a funny one because um, obviously there's a lot of games that have tried to emulate the Dark Souls kind of style yeah and they have a fairly mixed bag approach because there's things like Salt and Sanctuary that do alright and then there's things like Lords of the Fallen um, that are bad that are just bad (laughs) Lords of the Fallen is terrible um 
and this one is not it's it's because um, it is a proper 3D one because I think a lot of the the ones that have done okay have been like 2D adaptations of it. Mm, I think the okay. new um, that Dead Cells game. I think that's I think that's kind of a bit Souls like mm. as well. Um, but this one's you know full 3D and it does have a really interesting kind of shtick going of the you know you're someone who is basically elected to join this company like you know for a better tomorrow and all that. <laughs> And Anyone who uses that saying, like, run. Yeah. On the topic, just run? You know, your video opened with that, like, that clip. Yeah. And for the first few seconds I was watching, I was getting really angry that there wasn't a skip ad button. And then I, <laughs> I didn't realise it was part of the video. <laughs> I just assumed it was some terrible corporate ad for something. I totally get what you mean. Well, yeah. bonus points for authenticity. Yeah. Really. Oh, it's, it's, it's put together well and, like... It, it's very kind of, like... Hi, we're a big corporation trying to be pally with you. Yeah, kind of. It's it's that's exactly what it's like, isn't it? It's yeah. fantastic. And that that kind of side of it's it's like cool. Um, it does have some problems, though, largely, largely in that it it sort of has a habit of not communicating certain things to you particularly great. Um, the main one being um, the first boss that I, I, I can think of. So. Just oh, to kind of boy. just kind of go into the combat. The combat is you know basically like Dark Souls, but um, obviously it's like sci-fi, and you strap things to yourself, so you end up looking like a character from the hit television cartoon uh, Centurions that I know everyone's watched. Oh, everyone uh, watches that um, TV show. It, it's an old TV show. I had a VHS of it. Every every person I talk to about it goes, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But it was a real show. <laughs> um, Nothing is realer than Dream Dog and and Help and, Maiden. And by the by the look of it, because um, I haven't got too deep into it, like most of the people you're fighting against who are also in these like mech suits seem to be like dead or undead or something. Being kept, maybe they're kept alive by like the machine, and so they look all desiccated. Some don't. And they seem to be like the more angry ones that will run at you. Mm. But I think yeah, aesthetically, I think that kind of part I like a lot mm. because it's very soma system shot. I say soma, it's system shot. Yeah. Um, that kind of like body horror transhumanism kind of thing, which I do find personally very scary. Yeah. So I think I think it pulled that off pretty well. Well, at least in the designs. Yeah, yeah, and um, the, the, one of the big differences between, like, the, the two big differences I can really think between that and kind of Souls proper is that um, rather than having, like, individual levels for everything going up, you have sort of just a power level that you, you level up and the, the better gear you can fix into that with the more power you've got. So, kind of, actually a little like FTL, I guess. Mm. This is sort of hmm. the first game I can think of that works like that. Um, and the other one is that when you block, you can't move. So you're kind of yeah. locked in place. So it kind of, to me, that means that blocks become a lot less useful and you end up spending a lot more time dodging. Uh, which is not inherently a bad thing. Um, it's just a thing. Um, but the game does have... Um, I don't know if it's going to be common for all the bosses because I've now got into like the second area after we did right. the video. Um, but the first boss, had, like the way you beat that, because you would have seen us... Well, seen me dying to it a couple of times <laughs> in the video because it doesn't really uh, portray, like, well, doesn't really communicate to the player really the general idea. Yeah, what you're supposed to do is to when it starts firing missiles at you, is run underneath it so that it hits itself and that stuns it. I'm so glad it told you. Well, basically um, hinted at that. Maybe there is something that comes up on screen that tells you that, but I missed it. I don't know. 
Um, so yeah, um, I had to look that up, and it's like, oh, okay. And even once you know to do that, it actually can be a bit finicky, and sometimes, and sometimes it's really easy to get yourself knocked away in a manner that means that it's actually quite hard to go around and hurt the thing. But once I knew, then I was able to beat it relatively easily. And the things that we dug, Truckosaurus and the Spaceman, um, I also dispatched relatively easily once uh, the video had done and I could spend a bit more time paying attention to how the video game works. Best band Um, name ever. (laughs) Basically, it's... I I would kind of say The Surge is, from what I've seen so far, got a bit into the second area. Um, Oh, you get a companion drone. By the way, in oh, the second he, area. Yeah, I, I named him. You did name him. His name is, well, his name is Eggs Benedict, but Benny for short. Yes. <laughs> um, who, can, who can basically, like, shoot at things. Excellent. Pull Excellent. Them. Ah! Yeah. I see what you did there. But you, you use him like rocks in Bloodborne or whatever, where you use them to pull people towards you. Yeah. So if there's, like, a group, you can pull people and he's things a, like that. He's a, yeah. <clears throat> A taunter. A taunter, basically. So okay. um, you can also do some of the things like unlocking doors with him, but I haven't encountered too much of that yet. Um, but in general, the surge is all right. In, far, in in terms of like the Dark Souls, like imitators, and imitators is kind of a harsh word because it's just a Dark genre. Really, is nice. Yeah, to say. yeah. I, f- I feel like we need a name for the genre that isn't just mm. like like how FPSs used to be called Doom clones. I mean, yeah. like roguelikes. Yeah, that, like roguelike. But the thing is, it's, that just means it's like. The game Rogue. Yeah, but even then I feel I think like... We, we need the level of uh, disassociation there. Yeah, because I think it, it does kind of... Like, Rogue-like, I think, is so disattached mm. that people... Like, Souls-like is the closest that I've yeah. ever heard that works, so... Cause, yeah, it feels a little dismissive of them, but mm. um, I, as far as the ones I've played, this has been the one that I've enjoyed the most... Um, oh, yeah, because Lords of the Fallen is, like, literally <laughs> paying someone money to punch you in the well, dick. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Well, I, you don't even enjoy it. I guess it's, it is it is flawed, but I'd say if you've watched the video and you've seen people play it and you think that looks interesting, then maybe it might be worth giving a go. Um, or at the very least, a sequel is coming out, so maybe yeah. that'll fix the, the problems that I do have with it. Like the, Here's hoping. The, the, like I said, it's, it's fairly minor ones, and I am going to keep plugging through it to try and uh, do better with it. Um, but yeah, uh, somehow that's the only video game I've really... Like spent any time on that hasn't been games that I've played that's a million times uh, that I have anything interesting to say about anyway. That's fine. Um, so the other thing is books, books, books. Because so, you're a nerd. I'm a nerd. So um, I finished um, Inquisitor, but I won't speak any more about that. Please, because God, yeah, don't. keep moving. We we need to move on from that. Yes. Um, if we ever can. <laughs> uh, I then read No No Fear, the heresy book about the Ultramarines and the whole. Fucking raising of calf. No, uh, I oh, bet that can- was no fear. Cano no fear. No no fear is in like I have a I have a fear of no no. No no fear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a Dan Abner book, and I can honestly say it is one of the best heresy books um, yeah, in cool. my opinion. Um, does a really good job because you know I don't think it's spoilers to say that um, the whole betrayal at Kelth was a pretty bad affair. I've heard it wasn't the best moment for the Ultra Boys, um, and it does a really good job of setting up um, how shit goes south, and then it getting worse and worse and worse, and then still, still ending in a quite satisfying way because there is the whole. You know, the Ultramarines getting their shit together and fighting back. And it's... You know how 
reading or watching a kind of righteous fury of characters is oddly satisfying. <laughs> Um, and it goes through that whole thing. And it also makes the Ultramarines not shit, which is something that Games Workshop has had a pretty checkered record of. Mm. Because no, I, I like the more three-dimensional ultras, Ultramarines, because they're actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's annoying to see them fucking everywhere, but I, think the I guess pro- someone's going to be the poster boy. Yeah, I guess the problem is, is that they were portrayed as the... They were, they were the, the Scott Summers. They were the vanilla Marines, and so it ends up making them feel like the most boring Marines. Yeah. Which is not, strictly speaking, true, because there are interesting, interesting things about them. And yeah, um, this is a good book for doing that. It you know shows them as being just very kind of pragmatic about things. Um, so yeah, I can, I can definitely recommend No No Fear. Cool. Which I know it's a few years old now, but if you're going through the heresy books... And, I am starting the slow yeah. uphill struggle if you are um wanting to go through them and you're not interested in you know some of the more pointless ones like descent of angels <laughs> um then this is definitely one to one to read it's a good and also i read like quite a lot of it on the beach which was you know <laughs> makes them even nicer i've uh, after that i've started reading uh the um what's it called aftermath trilogy uh, of star wars books which is uh, one of the canon books, so it's not the old expanded universe. But it's uh, written by Chuck Wendig, I think his name is. Um, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck who's dick? <laughs> Wendig. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck away dick. Um, but he's, um, yeah, he, he's uh, done a, for a trilogy of basically what the Empire, what happened with the Empire <clears throat> between the end of Return of the Jedi and... There and basically Jakku, where there was the last stand of the Empire, um, and it's sort of a trilogy covering that. Um, I'm about a hundred pages through the first one, and I'm enjoying it. But I will say this: I'm beginning to realise that as much as I rip on the Black Library sometimes, they're actually pretty good in terms <laughs> of expanded universe content. Mm-hmm. There's there's some stuff in it that I'll, I'll wait until I've read the full first book before I uh, I see if these things annoy me too much. There's a lot. There's a lot of let's quote a character from a movie or that is my biggest pet hate. It's like that's why like I am I I will read maybe I no I will read a lot of fan fiction, but I like maybe one out of a hundred fics I read because I remember reading a Firefly fan fiction that started with River in the Med Bay. And Jane had his hat on, and he basically verbatim kept quoting, like, oh, yeah, he looked bigger when I couldn't see him. And Simon's all like, you're like an ape that's learned how to talk. He he insults him somehow like that. And then, and River's like, I can kill you with my brain. And I was like, this is toxic. (laughs) I I have actually lost days off my life. This is so bad. You don't. You don't mean toxic in the usual internet way. You I mean, mean physically I mean, poisonous. Like, poisonous to me. <laughs> I. You know. I need to go have fucking dialysis after this because my kidneys can't fucking deal with this shit. They. Li- uh, in, I hate that fucking. In, in this book, they literally quote, "It's a trap." <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, it also has the problem of everyone being a little bit too close to the action, but that's very common. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, interestingly, it does have Mister Bones in it. The homicidal uh, B1 battle droid. Oh yes, Mr. Bones. Which is a thing. So yeah. Um, That's like the Jeff the Killer of the Star Wars universe. (laughs) 
<laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of ripping on it. But I, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's interesting to read, like, because I've not really read any um, Star Wars books, uh, and I know the old expanded universe is beloved by many, um, but. The extended uh, old extended universe is not available. Um, three books for a tenner from the works. So um. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the works is amazing, and I so love it. Um, yeah. But that's um, I think that's all I've really got to got to talk about. Okay. So um, so drama Butch, what have you been up to, holiday notwithstanding, uh, and telling your dreams to Dream Dog? <laughs> I actually have a few things to say. I really, we only got back last weekend, so we've only been back a few days. But mm. I have casually finished Final Fantasy VII. Um, <laughs> no, I say I say finished. It was kind of accidental. Um, well, because okay. how do you accidentally finish because... it? The final crater is final as shit. The final crater in the Final well, Fantasy Seven. There, there, so there's a few things. So I know that there's various extra optional bosses you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. If you haven't beaten Ruby Weapon, you you haven't really beaten. So I haven't done any of that. Obviously, I finished the main story, but it was so I don't know. So I went through and I was in you know the, the whole North Cave thing and went through and fought and like got to the final boss, got to his third form, like the third part of that final boss. Yeah. And then died and then had to do it again and had to be annoyed because I didn't realize like how big this North Cave thing is. So when you have that save crystal, I put it down near the start. So oh, which was no. kind of annoying. Well, not that near yeah. the start, but it was a it was a little way back because I didn't realise you only had one and how long this fucking bit was. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to go back and do it all you... again, and then I was getting frustrated anyway because that the third boss, which turns out to be the final boss, but I didn't know, like because I assumed you fought Sephiroth as as himself. Like I didn't realise you fought all these other weird things that are just oh, there's this thing now that you've never seen before, but that's the big boss. Um, well, so, I mean, you, you fight Genova. Keep relatively yeah, spoiler-free, because but... I got a message from a, uh, a listener who was like, yeah, I've started playing Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Sort of, I've done it. <laughs> okay. okay. And it's really hard, so like, okay. well, maybe you don't spoil no. it too bad for okay, that well, well, all I'll say is, you, the bosses that you fight, one of them is the reoccurring boss that is, you know connected to Sephiroth and, yeah, well, but they don't and you fight like same. multiple forms of Sephiroth but yeah anyway anyway, and then I got annoyed because one of the moves that the final form does takes like a good minute to play out yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I just found myself I just genuinely found myself on sat on Twitter scrolling through Twitter <laughs> because I was like this is just fucking boring at this point so yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed time. the game, but it was, a bit, and then and then it just cuts to some cutscenes, and then things happen, and it just, and then the game closes. And I was like, oh, I guess that's the end then. This is why, like, and I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it all the way through, but it was such a. I didn't realize that was the last boss, and then it yeah. goes a credit scene, and after the credit scene, I kind of thought you go off and then clean up all the rest of the nonsense in the world, oh, all no, these optional no. things. I didn't realize I, I should have done because it's an old game and. Yeah, that's how it would have worked but yeah. I didn't realise and then after the credits I was like cool and then it just the game closes and I was like oh I guess that's it then I don't know it oh. was just I really I don't get me wrong I'm not taking anything away from the game I did really enjoy it it was a sort of weird abrupt ending that I kind of got bored at yeah, and no, then it I, stopped I feel... it just left me feeling like a oh okay I'd, I'd say the way to play Final Fantasy 7 is to because speaking of someone who's played it through three times and only completed it once, officially, it's basically like what you got to do is you get to the final crater and then do everything else. Yeah, well, I, I do everything. Yeah, optional. well, my plan was to do all the optional things, but I didn't realise you had to do that before. Yeah, I, so I now I'm going to have to. I knew that was the final. I'm going to have to fight so. my way back out of this crater and work out how I get back out, and mm. then 
go off and do those and yeah i don't know yeah i'll get bound to it at some point but i'm gonna yeah. have a bit of a break from it now because i was just a bit like oh i don't know it was weird and t- taking nothing away from the game, I did really enjoy it all the way through. It was just such an abrupt ending. I just wasn't prepared yeah. for it at all. No, I totally get you, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should have seen the signs, but I, I didn't. So <laughs> It's not necessarily a criticism of the game. It could be a criticism of me. But the point <laughs> is, I still felt weird at the end of it. That's fair, um, dude. I mean, to be fair, like, I, I, I kind of love the fact that the game doesn't even go back to the menu when you beat it. Yeah. I kind of love that because it's it, it's like... It might as well have a sign that goes, fuck off, we're done. Well, it, it, to me, the way that I, I, pl- I like to play it is that I'll, I'll play through the game, I'll do the extra stuff that I want, and then I'll go do the final crater, and then that's me done. Yeah. And so the fact that it ends so finely yeah, and yeah. says, and so this is it, silly. you can't even come back to the menu just, it cuts to a star field, I think. Um, and it just it's just like a screensaver, effectively. It basically says... The story is done. Go outside. Go outside. <laughs> I I don't know. I really really like that. Um, I can understand why logistically. It made drama feel weird though. Yeah, I just didn't. Um, I just didn't expect it. I can see what you mean totally. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. It, it's one of those things. that's kind of difficult to think. It's like it's yeah. That's that to me. It's like yeah. That's the final area, um, mm. and that's so ingrained in my mind that it's yeah. You forget. Yeah, yeah I, I, I forget that. I, I guess I guess there's quite a few times when you finally... Te- we're going to go and take down Sephiroth, so this could just be another time that you're finally going to go yeah, take down Yeah, exactly. Sephiroth. And they even say before the start at some point, they were like, oh, so this is just a test run then. And I was like, why did they put that line in if it just is the, the final battle? They do, there is a few lines that basically say this is the point of no return, to be fair. Yeah. Maybe. Like, there kind of is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they, yeah. Anyway, whatever. I still enjoyed it. <laughs> and at some point, I'll load up. This, my downside now is that when I load up my save, I've not beaten that end boss. So I'm just like, oh, I've kind of deprogressed. <laughs> <laughs> so I might leave it a little bit before I go off and kill all the other weapons and. It, hey, yeah, man! If you can, it, it, you know, let us know if you can take down the uh, the ruby or emerald weapon, um, both of which are a fucking challenge. <laughs> I did accidentally fight the emerald weapon because I didn't realise what it was at some point when I was exploring the submarine. I was like, "Oh, that's cool! I'll go say hi to that." <laughs> that and it was like, "No, nope. <laughs> that was a mistake." <laughs> is that the one with the uh, thirty-minute timer? Uh, it is to begin with, unless you've got the underwater material. I didn't last her. I did it one shot at every single person in one hit. So yeah, it'll do that. <laughs> it's a prick. Fun thing about the emerald weapon is when I beat it, I found that it actually got more and more deadly the more and more powerful I got. Oh really? Fight it at level ten. It's way easier. Um, because when I first fought it, it would very rarely do the attacks that do full damage to all three people. It would very rarely do those. And then once I started getting, you know, a couple of characters with Final Attack Revive, then it was doing it constantly. Just constantly doing it, like... <laughs> the, I, I think it was just, you know, I, I had to do, like, W Summon with Knights of the Round and then mime it with multiple people. Um, and so I just ended up with this endless cycle of Knights of the Round. Can you mime a W Summon? Yes. You can't mime a normal summon, though? Yeah. I'm thinking, I, I, I remember I got really angry once because I tried to keep miming a limit break and it was like, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't mime limit breaks. And I was breaks. like, I don't care. Yeah, you can't <laughs> mime limit breaks try- there. This game yeah. sucks. They, they are unique to each character, yeah, so it's, it's um, considered a different attack, as I would assume, yeah. programming-wise. Hmm. But um, 
yeah, if, if you can beat either of them, then, you know, well done. Uh, I've never beaten the Ruby <laughs> Weapon because every time I try to, I kind of get a bit into it and go, this just isn't fun. It's not fun, it's bullshit. Mm. It's, yeah, it's like the one really bullshit fight in the game that I, I mean, really don't I mean, it was specifically put in the game for, like, European audiences to be bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So, European and American. Yeah. Um, any any parts that uh, sort of stood out for you, Matt? Um, no spoilers. Yeah, from. without spoilers, it's hard to say. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just all good. It's a very good game, <laughs> and I'm very happy for the person playing it, whoever they are. Mm. But yeah, I shouldn't dwell on it anymore. <laughs> um, been playing a new game. Literally started yesterday, and I think I'm nearly finished it. It's a very short, presumably indie game. I don't know. Have you heard of Submerged? I've heard of it. I yeah. Don't think I have honestly. Yeah, I have. It's it's just a, it's just quite nice. It's like so you you start off and you're just a um, presumably brother and sister. Um, and you're on like a boat, and you end up finding so it's you find some like submerged city, hence the name. So it's like just the tops of buildings are peeking out, and your brother's ill, and you've got to just go and find like stuff for him. So it's sort of exploration, and then you can get to the building with things on. You have to like climb up, and it's sort of exploration and you know climbing and that sort of stuff. But there's no like you you can't fall off buildings, you can't die. It's more of a exploration story thing I don't know yeah. it's hard yeah. to say it's just quite it's just quite a nice change from 507 and like there's two stories there's a story of why the city is like this and there's a story of them but there's no like words or text or anything it's all like portrayed in like these little pictures that you find as you're exploring uh-huh. and things and it, I don't know it's just quite sweet and it's quite pretty that does sound quite lovely and yeah like, and it was like basically free on Steam at some point. <laughs> yeah, don't have much more to say that, but if you want a game that you can't lose at, presumably, that is like, something in the story is eerie and is building up, so I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. But so far, there's no enemies, and there's no, like, you can't fall off the buildings that you're climbing. Mm. So there is a bit of, like, you have to look at, it's not, like, just complete walking simulator. Like, you have to find the path that you're exploring, and sometimes it forks off so you can find secrets and things. What's your language? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when you're driving around in the boat, sometimes like dolphins come and swim with you and things. And Aww. I don't know, it's just quite, it's just quite sort of relaxing, nice game. A, ni- a nice experience. Yeah, definitely. And it's not very long. I've only played for three hours yesterday, maybe. And I'm like, you're I think hooked. there's ten. There's ten like main things you need to find, seemingly, or something like that. And I found like eight of them. So I've only got like another half an hour, an hour left, I imagine. Hmm. Okay, I'll have to give that a go at some point. But just as a, as a as a just as a little experience, I just found it quite nice. So yeah, would recommend, especially if it's on sale for fifty p or whatever I paid for. <laughs> I've just I've got a few games now that I've just been buying. You know, there's Steam trading card things that I have no use for, but you yeah. get given occasionally. Yeah, and I can't work out when. But it's just randomly you, during playing a game, you'll you'll amass trading cards if the game yeah. has them. So I've been selling them and I had like a fiver worth and then I found I had one that was I like sold for like four quid so I had like a tenner's worth. So I've been buying like a few games that are like one or two quid. Mm. I think we bought um, Kill Team, the, the old um, mm. twin stick shooter. I think we bought that entirely with trading card money, yeah. <laughs> I just nice. remembered like, I mean, smiled spoilers for Resident Evil 5 because as if anyone knows, like doesn't know by now. Um... But I remember. I like, probably don't, but I don't care. Okay, yeah, no, this is the thing. You either know or don't, and don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, I I got done with the session. Like, just I was like a few hours in, and I closed it. It's like, oh, you have new new trading cards in your inventory, and it was like Jill Valentine. I'm like, well, 
If I didn't know, that would be a massive fucking spoiler. Oh, trading cards are terrible for that. Yeah, it's, it's like, wait a minute, yeah. like, no, Chris is all like, oh, Jill's dead. Poor Jill. I love Jill, but Capcom won't just fucking make us an item because they're fucking cowards. That's <laughs> actual in-game Chris Redfield quote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've played Resident Evil 5. You haven't. You can't actually challenge me on that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Nor would I wish to. <laughs> no. And it's just like, oh yeah, Jill Valentine. I'm like, oh, f- I know that, but fuck you. <laughs> but imagine someone being super psyched and just being like, oh, I really miss Jill. This is horrible. And just having no idea and not knowing. And then seeing fucking, trying to get Jill. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few it's games bullshit. I've seen that do things like that where they'll give you character things and you go, well, I know that character's in the game now. Yeah, and it's just a <laughs> bit like, ugh, don't be a prick. Sorry, dude. I'm, I'm completely just changing the course of the conversation. It's oh, okay. All right. it's, not, it's not an unknown thing for us to do. <laughs> it is. Tangent and waffle? Heck. Okay, I have two last things just to, just to quickly mention. Okay. Oh. Um, I know you guys don't particularly care because I mentioned it earlier, but there's a new Red Dead Redemption um, gameplay trailer. I like the horsies, and I like the six-shooters, and I like the hats. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I tried playing the first one, and I just... For whatever... I, I love to get a good Western game, but and I was, like, really excited for it, and I just couldn't get into it for... I have no idea what reason. Mm. I hated the horse mechanics. It just didn't click with me, and mm. I don't even know... I couldn't even say it was specifically the horse thing or anything. Yeah. I don't really know. I just played it and then just found myself have stopped playing it and didn't have any interest in going back. Yeah. I'm glad that but, you are also like that because like, we've felt like some kind of pariah for being the people that don't really care about Red Dead. Honestly, mm. I'm, I'm just so kind of burnt out on like open world games like basically like the GTA sandbox, which is what Rockstar mm. do best. Yeah. And that, like, Red Dead's just, that's just a cowboy sandbox. And it's like... Literally a sandbox. Uh, yeah, and that's, <laughs> I cannot be fucking asked. It's just like, give yeah, me a bit enough. of a linear story. Just give me a linear li- linear progression. That's all I want. It also probably doesn't help that Dicko told us how the story ends, and and we're like, wow, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like, okay. But anyway, mm. this um, trailer... This, I'm getting a bit excited this second one. It looks quite good. And this trailer did a good job of making me think this could be quite good fun. But it's a fucking weird trailer. <laughs> like, it's like five or six minutes, and it's like... It's called a gameplay trailer, and it's just going through all of the different things you can do in the game, or a lot of them, but with this, like, monotonous corporate voice over it explaining what each thing is. In Red Dead Redemption 2, you will have access to multiple types of transport. Yeah, basically kind of like that. Welcome to the Dawn of War tutorial. And it somehow works as a trailer. Like, it got me like, oh, this could be quite a good game. But no one seems to be mentioning, like, all the comments are like, yeah, this looks amazing, and no one seems to be mentioning what a weird trailer... I just, I was watching it being like, this looks like a weird fan-made parody of a trailer, almost. <laughs> I don't even... It's... I don't know, I just found it so weird. And like I said, it still worked as a trailer, so fine. Whatever, but... That does just, sound kind of, like, moderately, like... It's just confusing me how no one else seems to have been mentioning that, hang on, guys, this is a bit of a weird trailer. Like, really, it's like, yeah, there's a big room full of TVs and a shadowy figure going... Release game two four seven one trailer, like more like in in house trailer to Earth seven one seven. Yeah, it feels it, like there's a glitch in the multiverse. Basically, to be fair, really if, if there is any weirdness um, about such things, I think people would have got it out of their system a while ago because I remember that exact kind of trailer coming out for GTA five. 
in GTA Five. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, there was there was one of those, and I have seen them for a few of the games. It is a thing, but you don't. You tend to only see them um, when you like. You burrow down into like multiple trailers. Like the big trailers tend not to be. It like really that, feels but, like yeah. it should have like four internal use only stamped across it. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen a trailer with that? Those are so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It, it looks like it could be quite good for it, and I might end up getting it hmm. at some point. No, I hope it. I hope it is. Good. If it comes out on PC, I don't even mm. know if it will, or if it will be doing a GTA Five thing and come out on PC like a year later. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, I, I honestly yeah. don't know. I think that'd be more sensible. I, I, I would be up for trying it because I'm. I Can like you. I'm, I'm down for the concept, even if I didn't like the original. Yeah, I, hmm. I, I want to be a cool cowboy. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Last thing, just to mention very briefly, uh, a new Netflix show we've been watching. Oh. Uh, disenchantment i watched the Have first episode a... of that what were your thoughts just in in like a word or two um not funny no incidental music okay didn't notice a second because i was too badly distracted by your first point it's just not funny at all <laughs> it's it? really unfunny it's so bad like it's like it's weird. Like it says, like you know, it's meant it's like hyped up as like this adult cartoon, and it is. It's, it's basically like adult The Simpsons. So it's that's what it says, but it's mm, that's I what mean, it's trying it, to be. It's it's a very teenage oldest sense of humor. A lot yeah. of the things, and it's so predict. Me and Ruth even halfway through we watched it, we're like, so we'd pause this and go get a beer and have a drinking game to like every time <laughs> there's like an obvious joke because we'll be pissed in the oh, next ten God. minutes. Yeah, like shit. Because I watched it and Wib like occasionally kind of like floated on in, and it was like he because he was in the editing dungeon. He kept taking his headphones, turning around, and going, "Is it funny yet?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, not." There at was all. Like, one part just... that made me oh, laugh a little. One okay. bit in the first episode. You know the two people hovering over, like, the evil flame? Yeah. Well, there's one guy, like, like the guy is like, oh, yeah, and they're going over there, and he puts his finger in the flame, and he goes, ow. Okay, I was yeah. like, hell yeah, that's funny. And, like, every other thing was, like, you could literally but, see it coming a mile it was, away. Yeah, like, I can't think, just for anyone who hasn't seen it, so uh, the only example I could think of, because I was tempted to rewatch it just to note down some examples, because they're quite funny to laugh at, not... They're not funny in the show, but they're funny to go back and go, isn't this terrible? Yeah. But I was like, I can't force myself to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. But the one I can remember is just things like a character's coming to cross the road. He looks one way, nothing. Looks the other way, there's nothing. One step into the road and nearly gets run over by a thing coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's just things like that that are just such obvious jokes that have been done a million <sighs> times. Yeah. That, and like oh. every single joke that happened, we were just like, oh, really? It's like the whole Elfo thing. It's like, I, like there's so many problems with it and just not, you know, it's really not funny. But there's like so many other problems. Like the first episode feels like it's a highlight reel in the way that um, the, the characters bump into the elf, like Elfo and then suddenly they're just like super friends and like he's like super into her in like a romantic fashion and you're like but when uh, i remember like it really smacked to me like just towards the end of the episode where alpha turns around and goes bean like you know you gotta you gotta believe in yourself or whatever and i was sitting there going when the fuck did she tell him her name like, when when did they tell like what's going on to be fair from what I saw the episode looked boring enough that it's possible it they was... said it and it just slipped right through honestly like, I was you. really trying to pay attention but it was just like it's like even the part with the farmers was really like this should have been funny because it's like haha archetypes it's like oh we are simple farmers we we are so so simple we don't even have names you may call me farmer and he please eat our completely boring dinner and I'm like that should be funny and yeah, it's really of, not funny like, some of the ob- some obvious jokes 
in a better like context or whatever, can be funny, but yeah. they were just all so badly written. It, it, there was a lot of dead air, I noticed as well. It was just... It was just, it was just shit. I quite, yeah, it was like, really bad. It was just really bad, and it surprised me because, like, they're getting a big marketing push. There's like mm. posters oh, yeah. and things like, everywhere. Uptown, and... like all of the um, the TV screens, like they they show like the picture, like the image of her like hanging off the tree branch, and mm. it's like, and also, wait a minute, what? her hanging off the tree branch isn't that a spoiler? Mm, oh god, it is actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a spoiler for, I think, probably the second episode. But yeah, no, and it was just like... Because uh, like, I was just like, well, it's everywhere, and it's on Netflix, and I have Netflix, so I might as yeah, well just watch so it. Might, yeah, that, that's what we thought. Um, and we've just finished watching Adventure Times, and there's oh, no more of that. Yeah. So we were like, okay, we need a new cartoon to watch. Mm-hmm. And because Futurama was great, and it has yeah. a lot Simpsons, of Futurama The Simpsons was good m- many years ago. Yeah, <laughs> so I kind of was like, ah, sure. But yeah, it's just like... There's so much dead air, so many really obvious jokes that are signposted so hard, and like, like, just <sighs> bad. The bit mm. like, I, I do mean to actually go and watch the episode properly because I just saw bits and pieces of it, like in between editing. Um, just, just don't. Just, yeah, just there's, there's genuine. There's genuinely no benefit you'll get from watching. <laughs> you'll it. just feel worse because it just, it just felt, yeah, just very flat. Every bit I saw about it, it looked like it had so little energy. And yeah. So everything yeah, that's, that's, was that's a good way of summing it, it up, is actually. Yeah. Very. Ugh. Yeah, genuinely, dude. I wouldn't bother. Okay. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, like, like you said, it is free. So, but at the same time, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you have the same opinion. I was, I'm glad it wasn't just us. No, like, no. This God, just doesn't land at all. So unfunny. Although, if you do do our, our said drinking game to it, I imagine that... Not that I'm encouraging massively over-drinking, but <laughs> I imagine that could make it a vaguely entertaining. Should you, should you drink something with a very low alcohol content if you do that? Like, I think even <laughs> drinking water, you'd probably get poisoned. <laughs> but yeah, that's me done for the four days I've been home or whatever it is. <laughs> Surprisingly, a few bits to talk about, which is rare. Yeah. Okay, then. So, Snipe, what have you been up to? Well, uh, I'll get get the obvious one out of the way. I played a bit of Inquisitor Martyr. Yes. Don't that, like it. It's, mm. It was uh, kind of pushed as like a, a Diablo kind of style kind of game, like the dungeon crawler kind of thing. And I was like, I like I like me some Diablo. I like me some Diablo. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is going to be good. It's so flat. <laughs> Very boring. It's like, it, it just, okay, this does really piss me off. Where you can play as like a librarian or so, like or as a inquisitor and like say it's a psyker or you can play as like a psyker or you can play as like a guy in basically Terminator armor or you can play as a woman who's basically in a fucking skin tight cat suit. Yeah, you can play as someone in armor or a psyker or tits. Yeah, yeah. and it's like that really kind <laughs> yeah. of really upset me because it's like. I don't want to play as a bondage woman. It's like, I don't mind having that as an option. That's fine. But I thought you could basically pick which character you wanted to look like and then pick if you want to be skin tight PVC or actual fucking armor. Mm. No, it's just if you play as the lady, you're basically just in like, you're in a vacuum pack gimp suit. Yeah. And it made me feel really sad because it was like, oh... It's a so, pity because the voice, the voice actress is great. The voice actress is fantastic. I mean, like, the other guy's like, oh, yes, I'm so fucking edgy. It's really annoying to listen to, <laughs> which is, like, one of the many reasons I picked the woman. And, like, her picture is cool, mm. but it's just, it's really annoying. 
but that, that's I, I won't harp on that anymore. That just kind of it hurts a little. Hurts just a little bit. And the gameplay sucks. <laughs> it's not very good. I mean, I like the idea of what they're going for, but saying that it's similar to that of Diablo is massively incorrect. I'd say it's more akin to maybe Dawn of War 2, if Dawn of War 2 wasn't entertaining in any way to play. <laughs> and you're only dealing with one person. Yeah, and it is very kind of... You stand there and just go pew. I think that's the problem. Uh, I, and then like everything kind of rushes at you. I mean, you can have like close quarter. I, I picked basically the sniper or whatever it was. You, you pick, yeah, you pick like. Well, I had like I had like a I had like a sniper rifle and a shotgun, so basically like two extremes. Yeah. And I just, I, I honestly, I wanted, I really did want to like it, but it's like there's a lot of games out there that do what it was trying to do way better. Mm, so I think it just it just it just disappointed me. I think that's that that's regard. one of the big problems. Yeah, there is. It's just. Other things do what it's doing better. Yeah. And I would be intrigued to see how it is to play multiplayer, because of course a lot of games like that are yeah. better multiplayer. Well, I think... Um, but that's, you know, true of all video games. Yeah, so, very yeah. much so. <laughs> so it's not really something in its favour. Oh. Um, also, we have the best pronunciation of Adeptus Astartes, which is Adeptus mm. Astartes. Astartes. Which is like the most New Zealander way of saying, yeah. it. Like, oh yes, we're going to go and get some Astartes. I am intrigued. Exterminate us, <laughs> this planet. I, I do think it's one of those games where when you play, when when you like playing it or watching it, um, you kind of feel like you should have Lexicanum open in another window because what to just point out what they've got wrong. There's lots of things that I like. I, I was like watching the, the thing is a space Hulk, and it's like oh no, it, it's it's they refer to it as a fortress monastery. Yeah, and it's not. A, a fortress monastery is a particular thing. That's just a ship that's left adrift. Which yeah. is, you know, a space hulk's generally made of multiple things bashed together. But yeah, yeah. a space hulk will be a more a accurate, more accurate classification because unless it's like the ship that it's a fleet based chapter of space marines and it was their ship, then I guess it would technically be their fortress monastery. I mean, we're not getting this wrong, right? Like, this is that like a fortress monastery is the place of, like space marines have as their home that's, base. Yeah, like, it is. And that's the only term use for that term. But yeah. Yeah, anyway, there's, there's lots of little things like that throughout it, which you sit there and you go, is that right? Like right <laughs> at the start, they use a Valkyrie in the void in space. Yeah. And you're sitting there going like, do I mean, they, can, guess you could, like, but... can they use Valkyries in space? I looked it up and yeah, you can, but it's... Isn't not, it supposed to be a very short range kind of thing? Yeah, it's not really what they're for. So yeah. they can be used for that, but like it would make more sense to use some kind of like um, like lander or something like mm. I think it's an Aquila lander, I think they're called. Yeah. Like that would make more sense because that's mm. an actual like sort of... Yeah. But yeah. I mean, even then, all that I could forgive. But I mean, the gameplay is just... it's It did not snag me at all. Again, it's, it's the whole other stuff does what it's trying to mm. do better. So yeah, yeah, and honestly, like just just to be just to clarify what what I just said, because um, a lot of people do this and it irritates the hell out of me. I don't think that it's a bad game because of potential law errors. No. I don't actually mind uh, if if law errors make a, make a game work. I have no issue with that. It's like I, I it's like the. Um, complaint against Fire Warrior of being bad because, oh, a Tau Fire Warrior can't take down an army on his own. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking yeah, first-person like, shooter. One man can't take on, like, the entire Nazi party, but no one minds that. In Wolfenstein. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, look, it's, I don't mind, um, kind of, what's the word? I don't mind 
twisting or just outright changing some law just so the premise works. Yeah, and that's I true. I don't of, mind that. That's true of any adaptation. Yeah, it's well. like yeah, adaptation is the word because like I mean like the the shift from comic books to movies like you know X Men movies I I really like those even though they're cheesy stupid but I like cheesy stupid and they change a lot of things. And when I was very young, it made me very angry. I was like, well, Mystique isn't, isn't my stepmom, like foster mom, so it's bullshit. It's like, no, because it would have been fucking stupid, because comic books are stupid. <laughs> They're like little things like that. I don't mind changes. And that does not make it a bad mm. game. I, 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 I get slightly irritated every time I see someone complain about, like, Fire Warrior or Space Marine for, like... Law errors that are just inherent parts of the genre which the game is made in. <laughs> like, w- well, do you want the game or not? Because yeah. y- you gotta have that if you want the game to exist. Sorry, yeah. it's like it's like D and D is just not realistic. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But still, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna stop complaining about Inquisitor Maha. I would say it. I I was disappointed by it. So, I really did hope it was better, but maybe mm. that's on me. Um, another game I have been playing that a lot of people might not agree with me that I've been really enjoying well they they will have to agree with me that I've been enjoying it but they might not agree that it's a good game Okay. <laughs> I kind of I've been in a bad place for the past couple of weeks I've, I've actually had some pretty bad mental health problems um, and one of the fallbacks I have for when I'm really really in like in the hole is World of Warcraft I it's just it's like I remember like one of my one of best game ever top rated (laughs) yes top 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 five (laughs) but like it's it's a game that I used to play a lot as a kid and it was like one of the things that I really liked doing as a kid it was like playing the old Warcraft playing the old like Warcraft 2 Warcraft 3 I just I play those a lot and I just I loved them so World of Warcraft has a lot of those kind of elements but more so, like, you know, orcs and, like, the lore I'm familiar with. And it's just, it makes me happy. And, like, especially because I'm on an RP server, so I can kind of get out of my head for a while and little bits like that. So, yeah, I've been playing Battle for Azeroth, which... Okay. My biggest complaint so far is the fact that they slapped an extra tenner on the price tag like a bunch of pricks. What? Yeah, it's like, it's 40 quid now instead of 30 for an expansion. Okay. Which is, fuck oh, you, fine. Blizzard. That's really fucking lame. Um... But no, um, and honestly, I, I, for the first time in a good while, like, I put the sound on, and I went and I went to Cool Tiras because uh, for those of you who might not know, it's basically, hey, you know how every expansion ends with the horde needs the, the horde and the alliance need to team up because everything is stupid and is always caused by everyone warring. Yeah, they've gone back to let's just have a war. Long story short, yeah, um, which yeah. is honestly incredibly contrived, and I'm not a fan because it's like, look, you're just doing this for PvP gameplay, which you could just make that non-canon, but you're not gonna because you're cowards. <laughs> and it's like Anduin and Sylvanas. Like you start out the the thing on the alliance at least. Yes, I play alliance. I don't understand why mm-hmm. that actually matters to people. You have werewolves on the alliance. That's why I like <laughs> yeah. I, I like the werewolves. Okay, and you go through and you basically raise Lordaeron, all the ruins of Lordaeron, which mm. is where the undead kind of capital is. Mm. And it's like it's really interesting. And you go in there with like like twenty other people, 
It's like the beginning, like the beginning Legion kind of instance was really cool, like that, because it was like, oh, this feels like I'm really, ooh, I'm part of something big, and I'm mm-hmm. running around, and I ain't got no fucking clue what I'm doing, but I'm gonna go and hit that troll, and it's probably good. And again, and it's, it's it's fun, and Sylvanas is like, oh, I'm horrible and using plague, and Anduin's like, I'm so pretty, and then they scream at each other, <laughs> and then that's kind of it. And I like so. There's all the Horde go to Zandalar, and all the Alliance go to Kul Tiras, which I fucking love Kul Tiras. Oh my fucking god, Kul Tiras is amazing. <laughs> so you like, Jaina takes you there. You know, Jaina, the actual genocidal war criminal. Yep. Yep. Who people keep forgetting that for some reason. And you go to basically her mum, and she's like, oh yeah, mum, I'm sorry, but I did what I thought was right. And her mum's like, bitch, you committed genocide. Fuck you. You aren't my daughter. And I'm like, I have never loved a character more than I have <laughs> Admiral fucking Proudmore. Also, she looks like a fucking Inquisitor. Yes. That's the thing. It's like, I think... Like, I've heard it described. I think Plasma described it to me. It's like, the Alliance side is the Witcher, and the Horde side is Monster Hunter. And having played both a lot, I can kind of confirm. <laughs> Um, like, so, you know, you, you, like, they've brought in, like, uh, level scaling through basically everything. I haven't, tr- like, leveled a new alt, but, you know, from what I reliably hear. So I go to, um, Drustvar first, and I fucking love Drustvar. It is so fucking cool. Like, you, you go, like, it's this big spooky fucking place. Oh, and everyone in Kultura speaks like they're from the West Country, and it's awesome! Amazing. It's just one of those things where where I'm going to listen to it and go, honey, they're not from the West Country. Yeah, they're like all Irish or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, West Country. But no. And like another thing I really like that's that's uh, like a side note. You get different body types for NPCs in this. Like the cool ter- like the cool terrorists, Terizians, uh, fucking uh, people from cool terrorists. You get like the big quite chubby, quite quite chunky, kind of, like, thick boys, like, sailor men's, mm. and then you get, like, the really, like, skinny guys, and you actually get, like, you get normal kind of, like, PC type of female human characters, you know, that that kind of body shape. And then you get the the chubbier women, who mm. are, like, tall, and, like, the, the, a lot of them are in the guard, and... And, like, unfortunately, they all have the same fucking face. But you know what? Body types... Like, I love seeing the different body types. And that was such a refreshing thing. It's always been sort of absurd that in in World of Warcraft... Everyone um, is, Everyone is built like a He-Man figure. Yeah, it's (laughs) fucking stupid. It's... I hate it. It's dumb. And I really want to get to a point where you can change body body type of your characters. Mm. Because it's a bit stupid. But no, you get like you get big, you get big, thick, chunky men, and you get really skinny, scrawny men, and you get like you get chubby women, and I'm just like, this is awesome, I fucking love it, and like that. That's just a beautiful aside, regardless. And like <laughs> in Drustvar, it's just it's like a big witch hunt. Like the the area is like mild spoilers is basically being like cursed by this evil witch coven, and you have to go and help like the ruler of the land. Like she, you have to help like like basically t- prove that she isn't a witch because you meet her and she's basically being hanged. And they're like, we're going to hang you for being a witch. And she's like, I'm not a witch. So when you go and prove that she's not a witch, and then they're all like, shit, who do we blame now? I've lit my torch and everything. <laughs> 
And, oh, and the music is so good. And oh. So you're enjoying it then? I Yeah, I did every quest in Drusva and I got the title of Inquisitor. Nice. <laughs> it was fucking nice. rad. Uh, literally, I, I was on the first area because it's like three different areas. You can go to like Zandalar and I don't fucking care. I don't want to go in the desert. I want to be in spooky gothic woods that, that witches and giant spiders are hanging out in. <laughs> it's so much fucking cool. But yeah. Got to, like, level 116, because the cap is now, like, 120, just in the first area. Oh. Because I've been fucking enjoying it that much. But yeah. At least you're enjoying it, you know. I, yeah, no, it's like, mental health, mental healthness. that's actually mental pretty healthness. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> like, mental health and depression is, it kind of fucks with you and stops you from enjoying things, so, like, actually enjoying WoW has been so nice. Oh, good. Uh, oh, I've been playing Monster Hunter World as well. Which is kind of shocking, because I, I assumed that it would be me that would be playing more Monster Hunter World than you. Well, you just need to work hard. I've st- I, apart from streaming it, I've just not had a chance. <laughs> it's been a pretty busy couple yeah. of weeks, to be fair. But yeah, no, so that's, that's been fun. I've been playing with Longfang. Um, God, there's so much of that game that is still such a fucking mystery to me. Because there is <laughs> so much. It, I, I, I've described it as like, it's like going into, say like, you go into WoW now... And well, I, no, WoW's pretty streamlined now, but like, so you go into WoW like a few expansions ago, when everything's like you have to like you have to have a hit chance of like a certain percentage depending on class and all this. <laughs> it's kind of like that level of intricacy in like just a standard kind of third person action game, mm. which is so weird. Uh, a lot of fun though. Matt Mercer's in it, so of course it's a fantastic <laughs> oh, game. Good. And most of the enemies are kind of a little dinosaur-y. Yeah, so they're kind fun. of dinosaurs. I like it. And there's, there's one called uh, Angie, whatever it is. We, I just call it Angie. And it's just basically like a vulture T-Rex. Awesome. Mm, yeah. And it's fucking start, huge. Yeah. And it, it will, like, if at lower levels, it will just come in and fuck you up. But yeah, no, I do it. I have been enjoying that. It's mm. very fun. And like the, the palicos are super cute. They are adorable. The, the meowscular chef is amazing. Mm. You... So do you just, like, you start at a low level and you start fighting little monsters and then get more powerful and fight bigger and bigger monsters, in essence? I guess, yeah. Sort of, but mostly you just fight big monsters. You just fight big <laughs> monsters of certain power levels. Okay. But yeah, no, it's 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 fun. It handles weird. I, I assumed from the name, but I, or, the, or beyond the name, I don't really know anything about the series. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. Like you do hunt monsters. Like you basically, you have a thing called scout flyers, and you kind of look at footprints and oh, and cool. you know you follow kind of like that. And your scout flyers, if they catch a scent, they'll lead you towards where the monster is. And it's it is it is fun. I think it's it's a game that has a lot of idiosyncrasies and it does help to have someone to speak to who understands those yes. idiosyncrasies because without that it can be a little impenetrable massively overwhelming okay. yeah and um, to the point that wasn't it like for this one um the gex capcom um, um yeah. are the ones behind it like they were running little things where was it capcom themselves it was like, or was no, it just people I, I don't remember but it's basically like monster hunter trainers yeah. like people who will literally like i think it's like on a reddit like oh, it's Reddit, okay. it's Reddit or some other kind of online community where people basically go there and go, I'm starting at Monster Hunter, can someone help me? And then someone basically just takes them under their wing and teaches them everything. And I think <laughs> that's so wholesome. It is. It's it is. so nice. I, I've heard the Monster Hunter community is really nice, actually. I think yeah. probably because the, because Monster Hunter has never been big, big. Like, mm. this is the biggest it's been. Yeah. It's, it's been sort of a little bit of well, an underground thing. It's its first Western release, but it's basically its first PC, like, Western release. Yeah, it's its so. first... I mean, I think the previous 
One like was like DS on a DS, yeah. and then the one before that, which I think is might even be the same game, um, was on the fucking Wii U of all things. Yeah, and I'm not sure before that how many games have been released in the West. I think there's in total like maybe 14 Monster Hunter games, and what like four of them have been released in the West as well. Yeah, something. about that. So, but no, I have been enjoying it. It's mm. very fun. Um, last game I talk about is uh, Pokemon Sun. For the 3DS, for my for my new 3DS yeah. that Shana sent me. Thank you very much again for that. Oh. Still kind of in disbelief. <laughs> yeah, the the the, uh, the unboxing video of her uh, latest mailbox mailbag uh, thing um, will be up uh, before this video goes live. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I've been playing some Pokemon Sun, and I've got myself a uh, I got myself a what are they called? Pokemon. A, a, yes, thank a you. Pokemon. You got you got several Pokemon. No, no, because I, I don't know. Because like I love the starters for Pokemon Sun. Apart from the seal thing, which is a bit weird. Poplio, Poplio, yeah. But no, Rowlet is a complete boss, and I love him. I love Rowlet. I the hate best. I hate all of the evolutions it has. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> and like Litten turns into like I, I got Litten because I usually go Fire type because just matches my personality and burn everything to ash. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, I have a, I think she's, I have a level 12 Litten called Sienna. <laughs> because yeah. I'm Warhammer trash. <laughs> and I, I just got myself a Rotata and like, it's an Alolan Rotata. So it's like, it's like white and gray and it has a mustache <laughs> and I love her and she's amazing. And I got a, uh, a Slowpoke pretty much immediately. So I've been kind of like messing around with that. I'm, I'm still I'm learning because it's been a long time since I played a Pokemon. What's game. the last Pokemon game you played? The last one I played. Oh Jesus! Um, like <laughs> the first one I played properly. Well, because I know you played the original like like run of games. Yeah. Um, but what's the latest chronologically that you've played? Pokemon even though it's Yellow. Really, you haven't even played any of the Game Boy Advance ones? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to play a little bit of, like, I can't remember, was it Pokemon Emerald or something? I can't remember. It was one of the ones, like, maybe around Game Boy Advance, but that was, like, I didn't own it, and I just played, like, like 10, 20 minutes of it. And I was so confused, because I had a day-night cycle. Your characters can hold things, your Pokemons can hold things, which they can in, in Sun, but I'm still like, where? <laughs> and everything was super confusing. But I mean, I like the fact that I have a sprint button now. That's fucking <laughs> rad. I have I I haven't really gotten away from the first area, but I'm still kind of like wandering around and being like, "What's this? What's that? What the fuck happened to that dude's head?" Blah blah. blah. Yeah, that <laughs> in fairness, you are kind of uh, kind of balancing like multiple games at the moment. So yeah. uh... I'm also trying to get back into playing RE remake <laughs> 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 because like remake like like RE two remake is coming out, and that looks fucking immense. I will never be able to play that game because it is so genuinely frightening, but <laughs> I like it. It looks cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been really enjoying Pokemon Sun as well. I've been taking it very slowly, and I like how you can pet your Pokachus. I'm really bad at doing that. Yeah, you keep poke you keep belting them. Cuz I let with I was like, "Hey, would you like to would you like to pet one of my Pokachus?" And he was like, "Yeah, okay." I was like, "You got to press down and then basically you give him head scratches." Or tummy scritches. And certain Pokemon like like scritches like on their head or their tummies or whatever. And if you just tap them, then you basically smack the damn thing. Which I didn't know. <laughs> so Wib just kept smacking my fucking Rattata. And I'm like, dude, fucking stop. And then I like, and then I was like, feed, feed this one a berry. So, you know, you say sorry. And the way you feed berries is you take it down from the drop down menu and you have to hold it and hold it in front of their mouth. So they basically eat it out of your hand. 
Wib takes it out and drops okay. it. <laughs> and so then the Pokemon watches it fall to the floor and then just basically cries. I feel the important Because you're basically thing- <laughs> like holding out food and then just dropping it in the mud. I feel the important thing to mention is, is that all of these are down to basic UI quirks that you didn't tell me about. Well, I'm sorry that you hate Pokemon so much. <laughs> you horrible person. But yeah, no. Been enjoying that, and I will get back to that soon. Do you have anything else you wish to discuss? Mm. No. No. Okay. Um, shall we get to those questions then? Ah, uh, yes. The backlog of questions. The, back, the backlash of questions. Yes, the backlash of questions. <laughs> um, because I can't words. That's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just to let everyone know. Um, if we don't uh, we don't answer your question or read it out in this, um, that's nothing personal. It's just you know some questions might uh, might not work, and we've only got a limited amount of time. And some things were a little bit personal, and we didn't want to read them out um, to everyone at large. But they have been read, and thank you very much for sending them. So um, yeah, uh, do you want to ask the first question? Oh, actually, first, um, Snipe, do you want to tell us what the email address is to send in questions to if you wish to do in the future? No. No. Okay, Matt, do you want to say it? Um, yeah, only drummer Matt at snipeandweb at gmail.com. Uh, what is that email address again, Snipe? Huh? What is the email address? Drummer Matt just said it. He said only drummer Matt at snipeandweb at gmail.com. Okay, good. Good. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so, first up, Woody. Um, they asked me who my favourite drummer is. Travis Barker. Sorry, not sorry. Obvious answer, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> They also asked for a, the name of Drumblebee origin story. I don't even know if there is one. I think it was just... I think just, it was just me having fun with your name one day. With with being referred to as Drummer Matt, as opposed to Other Matt, because there was two Matts in the band. Mm-hmm. And then Drummer became various other things at times. So sorry to be really disappointing. Yeah, like Drumbledore. But, yeah, Drumbledore for a while. I quite like that Snipe kills Drumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, pretty, yeah. I think it was just... It uh, was just messing around. Yeah, it's like yeah. calling Dicko the Dickalope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just happens. It just happens. <laughs> As opposed to Dicko Slew, which has an actual story. Yeah. Dick, oh, the Dicko um, Slew. <laughs> Wib, any progress on Enterprise? Um, I think I've watched one or two uh, more episodes. I've been meaning to go back to it just okay. uh, with everything else going you're on. Not up, you're not up to season four yet. No, I hear season four's okay. actually okay. Okay, there uh, was a follow-up question, but spoilers, so I won't ask uh, okay. that um, Husbandos and waifu suggestions. Let's hear um, it. Captain Titus, um, because they're a big Ultramar- Ultramarines fan, I don't care, fight me. No, no, I ain't going <laughs> to fight you, I agree with you, they're rad. And yeah, Titus is like, Titus is total Husbando material, I like him very much. And he's voiced by Mark Strong, who honestly, I want him to narrate my life. <laughs> awesome. And, um... We got a rating. Uh, we got a rating. Oh, yes, we got to go for a rating. Um, yeah. I'd give him a uh, a nine out of ten. I, d- I don't know if I'd go quite that high. I think he's he he does. Suffer he could from... carry me to McDonald's. I think he does suffer, <laughs> suffer mildly from the the Ultramarines vanilla problem. Um, not hugely, but he does suffer from it a little bit. So I'll give him a seven though. Okay. It's a seven out. It's a high seven. He's a high seven. Drummer he's Matt, good. He's good, but he, he could be better. Oh. He's no, he's no. What's his name? The old one, um, not Pythol. Not Pythol. Uh, oh fuck! I forgot his name. Uh, the old guy who's in his squad. Oh, he's now, way he, better. He's a ten out of ten. Oh, he's oh, he's a perfect yeah. ten. Because he's just a grouchy old bastard. Yeah, and the, I tend the to young like guy characters. can just literally just fuck the hell off. I hate. Yeah, him. 
Drama butt, what about you? Uh, I rate people straight off pictures and there's no picture attached. So Okay, I'll get you a picture. <laughs> you absolute fucking pig. <laughs> I just judge people by their looks and not personality, right? Oh, mm, well, That's not at all. That's like, it couldn't be further from the truth, to be honest. <laughs> there you go, we sent you a picture of him. That's a strong grimace. He's a strong man. Yes. Yeah, alright. Let's go for a seven based on that picture. Okay. Okay. There's another... Not enough. Not not. Qu- uh, okay, that yeah, drops down to a five on that picture. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> you horrible shit. He's not beardy enough for me. Okay, that's yeah. fair. He does need to have maybe a bit more. I just thought I'd send you a second picture that was more reserved and just him sitting there, you know. But no, apparently if they're not <laughs> hacking their way through green skins, you're like, you're not even interested. <laughs> No boner at all. Yeah, basically. Um, waifu, uh, sister, oh god, how do I pronounce this? Miria? Of the Order of Our Martyred Lady, if you know that person. She is amazing and I love her. I'm going to give her 9 out of 10. Very high. Yeah, she's she's pretty rad. Um, oh, she's from the um, James Swallow books. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, she her. looks rad. Uh, yeah. No, I um, love her. She looks great. Yeah. Based Armor's on the third practical. Google image search picture that comes up of her just like hugging slash jokingly choke holding someone, that she just looks like quite good fun. Yeah, so. I like her. She's fun. Yeah, I'll, gi- I'll give her a nine out of ten. Yeah, lovely. Um, also, I'm glad when you said based on the third Google image result that wasn't something horrifying. <laughs> it was like judging by the third Google image result, she has a very pliable anus. So. <laughs> I don't, I, there's no dodgy pictures on my image search at all, actually. I don't know what you found. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know. I think safe search might be on, so everything is fine. Everything is fine. All right, cool. Um, last question from Woody, uh, related to the previous question. Do you think it's fair Ultramarines get, get so much flack? I guess we've kind of mentioned this in going on the podcast already. Yeah, I would say I don't think it's fair. But then, I, again, I think people... A lot of the time, we'll just kind of absorb public opinion. It became a meme. To it, hate ba- them. it basically became a meme. Yeah, true. And but like, I mean, Games Workshop did not help that. No, no, no they didn't. This is completely true. It's not. It's not any one-sided kind of fault. It's kind of just this big amalgam of faults. I think that the big thing comes down to is that um, at various times, Ultramarines have been presented, as I said earlier, as the default vanilla Marines and also been everywhere in Games Workshops, marketing and stuff, so people got kind of sick of them. Um, And then 5th edition happened and hyperbole happened. Um, Hmm. And yeah, (laughs) it's it's a whole thing. I think uh, Games Workshop has made this situation a lot worse by making them a lot more boring than they should be a lot of the time. Um, But they're not inherently bad or anything. Uh, and I think it gets overblown like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, apart, I think I've mentioned a few times in passing, just joked that there's it, but, you know. Memes. I, mostly joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like, if that's, if, they, if, if they're your go-to chapter or they're your army, oh, that's, you know, cool. Like, yeah. genuinely no offence at all. It's just, yeah, sometimes quite funny to poke things. But... I think we've all been guilty of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. But yeah, cool. Uh, they also sent a doggo pic, which I put up on Twitter whenever this goes up live. Nice. Excellent. Um, Arturo asked, um, I don't know if we've answered this already, but how did you originally get into 40k? Um, I originally got into it in around 1998 because a couple of friends of mine were into it. I think they brought a couple of models to school and I was like, those are rad. And then I went into Games Workshop and bought some 
models. I think one of the first models I actually had was um, the old, old plastic um, Chaos Space Marines. The ones where their head and their body were actually one solid piece. <laughs> Um, which are the ones no one ever seems to have nostalgia for, um, (laughs) because they were kind of bad. Because they're kind of bad, yeah. (laughs) Um, And they're not even, like, horrifically, charmingly bad, like Rogue Trader-era stuff either. Um, They're just kind of a bit shit. Um, And yeah, then um, a few of my friends got into it. We played a little bit. I really enjoyed it, but then everyone stopped playing it, so eventually I just kind of gave up. And then later on... I got them out of got my models out of the uh, the storage room to play with Snipe, and I'll let you fill in your side of uh, of your Warhammer stuff. Okay. Um, well, uh, when I was about seventeen, I decided to uh, enlist in the military, um, and I was sent true. overseas to the Great War. That is not and true. I disappeared around the Middle East. Your uh, no, your line. Okay. <laughs> Let me finish. Yeah. So I, 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 dis- I disappeared around around Tibet. More importantly, um, you're lying an hour and 40 into recording. <laughs> but continue with your lie. Okay, okay. I will. You know what? I will continue telling people. So, so yeah, I was sinner and I was, I was thought to be lost. My unit thought me to be lost. My family thought me to be lost. I had no parents, just my uncle, Uncle Wainwright. And I was lost for about 10, 15 years. I'd actually... Like, become consumed with the darkness within my own very soul. The darkness that lurks in everyone. But I, I had an incredibly dark mm. soul. So I became... Shame you only had one of them. Yeah, I became incredibly feared as a warrior, referred to only as Yinko. Mm. So I, I I would basically sit there and be a disgusting warlord all day and eat, and eat chicken. Um, one day I was sent for by a holy man. Uh, who referred to himself as the Tolku, and his his men brought me in, um, and he basically wanted to train me to harness the darkness of my heart so that I could punish evildoers okay, because um, that was my penance. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say um, that this lie is in fact the plot of the shadow. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, how did you actually uh, get into playing Warhammer? <laughs> what? Oh man! Okay. The Shadow is quite a fun movie, by the way. If, if you like, like eighties, nineties, dumb, like family action movies. It's amazing. So I had to master this knife. I mean, you don't need. To, you don't need to see it now because no. you know the plot. No, I needed to master the Perba, which was this holy man's knife. Okay. And in order to do so, let's, I let's, needed let's to play on. him at Warhammer Let. because he had a totally lower <laughs> <floor> army. <laughs> she played fucking the Lord of the Rings game with a bunch of idiots. Who put her off it, and then later on she was looking at 40k cosplay, and I said, I have some of the models, and then we played some games, and then we got into it. That was after I beat the Tolku. (laughs) Okay. Please ask the next question, and if you answer with anything to do with the fucking shadow again, I'll just cut the whole damn thing out. (gasps) Okay. Okay, next one, we've got a serious serious update. So, Cadian Guardsman Reek. Okay. So previously, he asked, he's asked about you know the civil war between the Taco Tuesday and Taco Friday people. Yes, very serious. They've now, they've now all banded under the mighty captains of Sniper Web under the banner of Pizza Friday. Oh, that's that's obviously. fantastic. Yeah. But 
for a few months, you know, they've spread their word out, everything's going well, but now there's a bit of something um, going on because some people are starting to put the toppings underneath the cheese rather than on the cheese. So they're wondering what your thoughts are on that. I feel that there is a middle ground we can reach here. Under the cheese, albeit is best, I guess, so it's not hanging out, on top of the cheese is also more visually pleasing. But how about we put toppings, a little bit of cheese, and then more toppings? So we have more toppings on our pizza. Yeah. Or cheese first, then toppings, then cheese. Cheese then first, toppings. toppings. Yeah, how about that? I think I think both both arguments have some like have some good points. But if we merged those, we could all live united under one delicious pizza shaped banner. Excellent. Okay. Good. Cool. Yeah. Good advice. I've just solved um, so many problems right there. I'm amazing. Mar- <laughs> good. Marcus said, um, "It seems he's been presumably been to Switzerland, and they, it seems there they sell ice cream that Ang- Angron would like. So I'm going to send a picture through. Does it have barbed wire in it? There's, there's, there's two. There's two flavors, and, you, and he, uh, Marcus is wondering which you think Angron's favorite flavor will be. So the the image the image is on its way. Um, right. And I'd like you to just describe the image. So so because I'm not going to tweet this one, so you have to describe it. <laughs> okay. They have two. Two okay. kind of like standard kind of milk chocolate covered ice cream poles. There's this scream classic <laughs> and scream almond. Yes, almond scream or normal scream. Now I feel that Angron would prefer scream almond because it looks like it's got shrapnel in it. I think you know. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's there. that's fair. Yeah. I think he'd he'd be partial to a scream classic every now and again. Just just for maybe like when he's coming down. For when he, you know sometimes you know how sometimes like um it's like how. Um, in theory, I like battered sausages better, but quite often I'll have a regular sausage just because I prefer the simplicity. Yeah, yeah. But I think when he's really worked up and butchers nails going fucking nuts, he'd just be like, Scream Almond! Oh, he wouldn't be able to resist. No, he would not be able to resist. um, Yes, Scream Almond. Mm, Definitely. Good. Yeah, I I agree. (laughs) Honestly, can I just take a moment to say I love these fucking questions because they're fucking weird. (laughs) I love the questions we get because, Jesus, what? (laughs) It's so much fun. (laughs) Okay, next up, Seanus. Who's band overrating? The best pointy-ear space pirate, Prince Iriel of Iundun? Uh, I think you mean Iliad Nastase, who's the ultimate space husbando with pointy ears. He's in the Ultramarines and he's half Eldar. And is totally canon. Considered the greatest Eldar naval genius to have ever lived. Oh, you mean Prince Iriel, who is the uh, Eldar Autarch of the Eandon craft world? High Admiral of the the, the Land and Fleet and High Admiral of the Eldritch Raiders Corsair Fleet and is widely considered to be the greatest Eldar naval genius ever to have lived. (laughs) That guy that I knew just off the top of my head. It's amazing. That's like the first line of the Lexiconum entry. I wrote this entry (laughs) as well as all of fantasy. Honestly, I always have to look up whenever anyone asks about any given Eldar character because I always forget which one's which. Yeah, I don't... I'm bad at Eldar. I'm bad with Eldar. Mm. Um, but he looks cool. He looks cool. I mean, he's a commanding dude. He's got the skull. I like that. He's good at the, the ships. He's, uh, you know, much darker than your average kind of craft world Eldar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'd give him... I'd give him a seven. Like, I'm I not think big... seven is fair. I'd go for a solid seven. He's, he's, I'm not the biggest fan of Eldar, but he's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. What about you, drummer butt? Uh, I'd say, I mean, Space Pirate is automatically at least an eight out of ten. That's fair. So, that's fair. 
Um, without knowing much more about him, I'm going to stick with the eight. But it could potentially, I could see it being bumped bumped up. Maybe mm, I'm yeah. only going for a seven because I know I know that he would immediately refer to me as a filthy monkai. So I'd be like, oh, that's, <laughs> that hurts my feelings. So yeah. Um, a few other questions. Uh, Snipe's spoken about her combats with chefs before, but what's the worst thing you've had to be you've been paid to do, like jobs wise? Well, oh. <laughs> the worst thing I've been paid to do. <laughs> Not by Wib. <laughs> he doesn't pay me for that. <laughs> um, I make him dinner because I want him to be nourished and happy. Well, I mean, aside from the obvious of that everything we do for the channel, we technically get paid for through uh, Patreon and ad revenue. Mm. Um, so all manner of horrifying things we've done in that, but I, I feel that's not really the question. <laughs> um, no. I, I know, I know, I know. Um, I once... Uh, crushed up a treble mighty mint in in college in class, uh, lined it up like with a credit card and snorted it. Why? Someone was that gave a me job. No, it wasn't a job. It's just some, <laughs> okay. someone gave me a quid, and I was really poor oh, okay. at the time. So I was like, I could eat with. I could get like yeah. I could eat like you know a cone of chips with that, and I was really. <laughs> it was horrible. Minty sinuses aren't fun. I can't imagine mm. there would be. Sure thing, worst job, apart from being a waitress, which was fucking horrific, let me tell you, just, I guess any retail kind of jobs are awful. I, I did, I've done like a ton soul of crushing. Um, call centre work and that is all soul crushing. Yeah, I worked at a, mm. um, a takeout place and the, the idiocy of people on the phone is gobsmacking. Like the, like people trying to nickel and dime you. Um, actually, probably the, uh, the the worst one in terms of um, that I actually um, got close to having a minor breakdown over how horrible it was, um, was the last call centre job that I did. Uh, and it's less that I did an individual thing that was horrifying. It was more just the general circumstances of it, of the... Um, it was like to do with car repair and I went in and like for the interview and said I don't know anything about cars is that a problem and they went no no it's fine you'll, you'll gradually pick it up on the job and then they decided to just not train me going it's fine and then it wasn't fine at all because I needed to know about stuff uh, and so instead of training me they trained my replacement in front of me and they just told me not to come in no uh. they didn't they phoned me after you like 10 minutes after you left knowing that it took you half an hour to walk home no they told... actually phoned you before I left oh, they, they phoned him before I, they phoned me before I left and said yeah tell him not to come in on Monday because <laughs> zero hour contracts are disgusting <laughs> it wasn't even a zero hour contract it was just a temp contract That's even so worse. they could cancel it whenever they wanted mm. but yeah uh, so yeah <laughs> I, I was a dog walker for a while as a kid, but I actually quite like that because I get to hang out with I get I, I got to hang out with dogs. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. great. But yeah, any customer facing work, like I worked um, mm. temp uh, around Christmas in like a place in the mall that sold like old like retro stuff, and it was horrific. Mm. And they wanted us to take like the day's earnings. Like at the end of the day, it would be like twenty grand, especially in the Christmas period. Like a good 10 minute walk to the bank to deposit it. And this was like the oh, first fun. day. And I was like, I literally turned around to the manager and said, you will be providing bulletproof vests, right? <laughs> and she looked at me like I just basically called her mother every horrible name under the sun. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and then like, I was being trained by the other manager who like suddenly stops. Cause I was working the jewelry counter. She stops, looks at me and goes, you're wearing contact lenses, aren't you? And I'm like, no, I at the time I didn't wear glasses. I was like, no. And she was like, no, no, you're wearing coloured contact lenses. And I'm like, 
I'm not. Now, she was like, no, but your eyes are really blue, though. I was like, maybe she was just a really clumsy lesbian, but it was just so <laughs> weird. Because <laughs> your, your eyes are blue, but they're, they're not, not like, freakishly they're not blue. supernaturally blue. No, she, was, she literally just stopped mid-sentence, like, you're wearing content. Yeah. I was like, what? So, but yeah. I guess we're all, all getting a little, a little far away from it. Have you got anything in particular that was terrible that yeah, you've, you've done for... Oh, yeah, money? no, I did... It's literally one day's worth, so I can't complain too much, but I did... It was when I was on some temp agency... Um, a while ago, the and worst I did, um, stuff. Yeah, litter picking after download festival. Oh, oh yeah, I bet and it was, was full of condoms. I can't remember boots. which. It was awful anyway. But then it was a really fucking hot day, and we weren't allowed water breaks until like we'd finished the f- certain field we were in. So that like we'd have so to go. Un- I was like, this is definitely not allowed. Like it's a hot day. Like you can't. Mm. They can't tell people they're not allowed to go and drink because there was like a big tank thing and like plastic cups and things. But you just weren't allowed to go and get water when you wanted water. <sighs> Huh. Or even like at relatively regular intervals. That really like, does sound just like too much. And it was just like to the point where every single person working that from the agency I was with just we just we got back and we're like, yeah, we're not. None of us are going back tomorrow because it, we just can't do it. It's, you, we can't treat people like that. No, people need <laughs> so water. like so. No one went back. Ugh. Can't blame you. Um, yeah, that was pretty shitty. But luckily, I've not had too much involvement in mm. the ter- terrible jobs, so which is quite nice. Yeah. Can't really complain. Um, Shane's last question. Uh, Drummer Matt, have you thought of cashing in on your mascot status? Which I'm not sure if that's an insult or a compliment, to be completely honest. I think it's honest. a massive compliment. <laughs> Personally, I can't wait until we go to, like, Drummer Matt world and we have little hats <laughs> that have, like, your face on them. But the thing is, they're printed a bit too wider. <laughs> they're suggesting signed photos, sexy calendars, or small pots of your happy slime. Are the, are the, are the suggestions? <laughs> I'll work with the rest of it, but if you want to go into business about your slime, mate, that's your own business. Speaking of someone who has an Instagram account, dude, you will do wonderfully. Just don't tell anyone what's in it. That's right. Just, just drummer Matt's happy slime. Yeah. Maybe don't call it that. Because that kind of insinuates what it is. Drummer Matt's happy slime. Yeah. I make it when I'm happy. I mean, <laughs> please, for the love of God, move on. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, Davith said, um, Snipe, do you realise just how much Fables there is out there? Yes. Okay, good, because there's a list, you know, 22 main series volumes. There's a big list of spin-offs here, which I don't know if you know about. There is a huge amount. Yeah. Yeah, Although they've suggested I... don't stick to the main series until you've read Homelands, because everything else is has loads of spoilers in it for that, apparently. But yeah, no, I will I will try and read everything I can. Okay. Cool. <laughs> in the mainline story, at least. Um, presumably directed more towards Wib. Um, thoughts on Patrick Stewart's return as Jean-Luc Picard? Uh, interested to see it. I guess uh, when we get more information, I'll have something more concrete to say. I am glad that we'll be seeing something that is, you know, mainline canon and not just another fucking prequel. Yeah, well, as I said, like, yeah, the thoughts on that and an official progression of the actual timeline rather yeah. than um, nonsense. Yeah, basically, um, I don't. We don't really know enough yet to really have a solid thing. Um, I guess once we start seeing bits and pieces of what's been what's happening, then I'll you know sort of have a bit more to say. But overall, um, I'm hopeful because at least that suggests that there is some concern for the mainline canon going on, yeah. which basically nothing that's come out since Voyager has really cared about the mainline canon. 
Can't I know Enterprise. Until Picard's an admiral because that's literally what happens he when should... they come back is that they're all admirals. He should be a fucking admiral by now. Yeah. If Janeway's an admiral, she Look, got. Everyone's she... an admiral now. Everyone. 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 Admiral Wesley. Yes. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, admiral. He tries to shut up and he's like, I outrank you. And also, then you like, get shut up again and he's like, oh shit. Also, I might be the there. Star Child. I'm like, oh, goodness. Shut up, Admiral Star Child. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, Patrick Stewart can do no wrong as a general He is rule, a so. lovely, lovely human. He can even star in the Emoji movie as the poop and you still yeah. go, that's fine, mate. Yeah, but Tom, yeah. like, Tom Scar, like, put Astiff movie in. The well, I don't think he put it in. I don't think he, he was he... asked and then they were like, Okay. Would you say no if they say we're going to pay you this much money? You go, yeah, all right, I'll be alive. Hey, hey, guys, got to eat. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind. I just think it's really funny. Yeah, because people yeah. were like messaging, going, "Did you know?" Like, because like low key, I think people were like worrying that they'd stolen it, and he was like, "Yeah, mm. no, I know. I just don't care." <laughs> uh, last point from Davith is, um, can I get the snipe good boy rating for these space wolves? Okay. Um, he's been. I'll send over the image. Um, he's been pottering away from them for the last year. Although, admittedly, they've owned some of them for almost 20 years at this point. Oh, dang. Those are some very good boys. Oh. They, are, they are very cool. They look a bit more, more kind of dusty. Yeah, I like them. the normal colouring. I didn't really like that. That's cool. That's good. you got a good bunch of dudes there. What's your, what's your rating of good boys? I would give that a 14 out of 10. I was <laughs> going to go for 13, but, you know, we don't speak that number as a space wolf. That's, <laughs> I thought you were like going to go like, oh, I'm going to give it an awoo out of 10. I give it 14 awoos out of 10. <laughs> That's the best rating system. 14 awoos. Okay. Bramble Jam. Um, hey, Bramble Jam. Wib, are there any Godzilla movies that you haven't seen? No. Oh. Good. Good. I've seen every single one of them. Um, what about the one oh, that no, Bramble actually, Jam made with his dog? I tell, I tell a lie. I, there is one I haven't seen, and that's the latest animated one because I haven't like fucking got like built myself up up enough to be bored again. Because the first one was really fucking boring for like eighty percent of it. Okay. Um, I I have been meaning to watch that, but no mainline one. Um, yeah, there's just that. That's the only one I haven't seen. Okay. Okay. Um, what was your first kaiju movie? I think you possibly answered this before, but um, King Kong Escapes, which is a terrible it's movie, horrible, but it's charmingly terrible. It's so, it's so kinda, bad, it's actually really interesting. It got me into the genre. I mean, technically, I did see bits of um, other movies on TV uh, when I was a kid. Your first complete movie. Um, so I saw like a bit of um, Godzilla versus. Um, Megalon, and I remember seeing a bit of one of the Mechagodzilla films. I don't know which one it was, especially because so much stock footage is used around that era. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> um, but I'd seen a bit of those, and I didn't really like them as a kid, and it was only sort of as an, as an adult. And yeah, King Kong Escapes was the first proper one that I saw, if you don't count um, Godzilla 98, uh, which no one does. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, third question. Um, if you ever did decide to try some Wrath and Glory, what would your respective characters be? Um, I didn't see, I haven't seen what this is, but I had a quick look up. It's, it looks, have you heard guys know about this? Yeah, it's the new 40k RPG. Yeah, I completely missed that. Um, but now I know, which I'm quite happy about. <laughs> um, but their real question really is, more than what would your characters be, is would Snipe play as Sire Matilda? 
<laughs> I think I'd have to. She's amazing. She is amazing. I love so much. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm not sure whether you could like stay in that character for more than just snippets at a time because oh, I think honey. you start annoying yourself. <laughs> I think I start annoying everyone else. Honestly. Um, but it'd be fun to try. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't no. know what I'd play, because I'm not actually 100% sure what the kind of unit makeups are in Rack well, and Glory. Well, he's got to play as, you know, Sherlock, Obi-Wan, Clouseau, boy. <laughs> Sherlock, Inquisitor. Obi-Wan, Clouseau, yeah. <laughs> Inquisitor, <laughs> Obi-Wan, Sherlock, Clouseau. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, yeah I don't know who, who I'd play, because I've not actually looked that much up about it. I remember seeing like a load of art from it and going, that's really cool, mm-hmm. and then kind of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I've not, I hadn't heard of it until I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, that was cool. But I had a lot of emails to catch up in not yeah. much time before this, so I haven't had a good look into it yet. Yeah. But, uh, next up, Suchi Titty Lizard, maybe? <laughs> good May name. I pronounce that first. Right. S-S-U-C-I. Sucky. Yeah, but I feel like it's a single C, isn't a K. Anyway, whatever. Okay, Sachi. Any uh, any thoughts on the upcoming Space Wolf show? Got me interested. The what? Space Wolf Juspian from Discotech, and it's just some remake of some 80s anime. Oh. I I don't know about it. I don't know about this at all. I just thought you'd hear Space Wolf and get excited and then work out and then find out it wasn't those Space Wolves and be disappointed. Yeah, that's literally what happened. Now I'm just disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, I, I literally have no idea what any of the words used are. It's like Voltron with a woos. <laughs> so, yeah, none of us know, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> um, Kyle, um, top three video games. Halo Reach is top. Warframe is second. Mass Effect is a third. Mass Effect 2 is third. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, that's um, when they con- the controls were completely unfucked, so <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah, okay. I've told everyone. There's a few other people who said they're top games, and I've told them that they'll be judged accordingly. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I'd say Halo Reach is a Halo game. I've heard it's really good, but I I've never played it. Yeah. Um, I've never really been never been able to get into Halo. But um, but you know that seems like a uh, a decent little little batch of sci-fi games. So I approve. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Ivan. I've recently discovered that jaguars hunt crocodiles in water for food because they just don't give a fuck, and now they are my favourite animal. That's like, absolutely funny. How cool amazing. is that? I, yeah, I, that? Yeah. Did they just uh, email just to tell us that fact? Because thank you, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, well, no, there's a follow-up question. Because okay. that would have been fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. If it was just like, hey guys, do you know yeah. about how rad the jaguar is at fucking hunting? Because I'm glad I know That's this very now. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, they ask him, um, what is your favourite animal? In brackets, Except dogs and dinosaurs. Wolves. <laughs> I like wolfy pups. And I like rabbits. Ah, oh, yeah, rabbits. And cool. I like. I like Mimikyus. They're Pokemon. They're I like not real. snakes. Snakes are really fun. Snakes are cool. Snakes are mm. amazing. I like skeletons as well. You like birds. I, lo- I love. I love cockatoos because they're mm. screaming little <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> they are yeah. absolute nightmare birds and they are amazing <laughs> I saw a fucking video of like this lady has, has a cockatoo on the shoulder and it's just got a pen in its mouth and it's just chewing on it and it starts just going whack 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 like right hitting her in the face with it and then she turns around and just starts chewing on it again like nothing's happened <laughs> and she, then it goes back to whacking her in the head I love cockatoos and I also adore flamingos it's because you are a cockatoo in human form <laughs> 
Are you serious? I mean, wait. Oh my god. Um, I'm sitting here hitting Wib with a pen. <laughs> I never thought. Okay, yeah, cockatoos are amazing because I am a cockatoo. <laughs> I, I like lots of animals. Oh, you like pigs. I like pigs. Pigs, oh, pigs are, cute. are great. Pigs are I like cute. Pig. You like the little feet. I, I pigs have adorable little feet. The little um, feet. I really like manatees as well. Manatees are so mm. derpy because they're, they're yeah. just—they can't help being a bit crap. Mm. Same reason why I like sloths. Mm. Sloths can't help being a bit. Yeah, crap. sloths. Sloths was going to be my first thing I said because yeah. they're just cool. Also, I like sharks because they have loads. They're my tooth babies. I love them. In general, I do quite like fish. Fish. I find fish very relaxing. I don't know why we don't actually have a fish tank. Um, I think it's money is the reason. We should go. Would you want some, we'll get you some fish for your birthday. That's fine. Because <laughs> I do like fish. I find them they're just a, a therapeutic yeah. thing that exists. Mm. I like them. I like gerbils. Gerbils are rad. Basically, we like oh, most animals. <gasps> what about what about cuttlefish? Cuttlefish are amazing. Cuttlefish are cool. I really like. I just really like cephalopods in general. They a lot of cephalopods kind of spook me a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, but cuttlefish I probably are spook them too. <laughs> An octopus is rad. Uh, what, what, before we just start listing all the animals in the animal kingdom, what, what are your hyenas are amazing? I fucking love <laughs> hyenas. You know they're closer to like uh, like marmosets, I think it is. Or like basically they're closer to weasels than they are dogs. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, but then they can basically bite so hard that they will literally just shatter concrete. <laughs> Excellent. My absolute good. darling boys. <laughs> good. Uh, I would have said sloths. Sloths are good. Um, platypuses are good. Because yeah, they're just strong. fucking weird. They are, yeah, like the male ones are like the only mammal that is venomous. Yeah, and their barbs are on like the back of their knees or something fucking ridiculous. And they lay eggs and they sweat milk and they've got beaks for some reason. Because <laughs> their evolution made... got fucking high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're made of all the bits that were left over at the end. Yeah, yeah, and they're just they're just great. They're a fantastic nonsense animal. Do you um... like wombats? Uh, they're kind of like chubby cockers based on the fact that they're animals I do but I don't like them specifically I don't know enough about them I don't think also I will say Drama Matt your fiance oh also Drama Matt's getting married oh yeah I guess technically Uh, I was going to do like everyone say congratulations to Drama Matt (laughs) we did send out like save the date things and everyone's coming back saying congratulations we haven't fucking done anything (laughs) why do we get congratulations congrats on the run up yeah, okay. It's just an excuse to have a gig, so... Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's just funny that everyone's making a bigger deal out of it than we are. It just makes us both laugh. So. But no, like, because Ruth is basically a quokka. A what? She's a quokka. She's small and super smiley. Oh, yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah the the, literally, Ruth is a quokka. <laughs> Elephants, my last answer. Going back to the question. Elephants, Elephants are, are really fucking cool. cool. Apart mm. from if you basically go anywhere to see them, they're probably being badly treated. Yeah. So you can't really go on like any of these elephant tours. It's like, no, nah, that's probably mm. not great for them. But anyway, elephants I really want to cool. go to, like, there's, like, wolf sanctuaries that you can just go and hang out with wolves, and I really want to <laughs> do that. That's pretty cool. I just want to go and, like, pet a bunch of wolves and, and get, like, wolfy kisses. Yeah. And, as, oh, I'd cry. As much as I want to just sit here and talk about animals, we yeah. should okay. get out of the rest okay. of the questions. Good okay. question, though. Um, Wesley, top three Shut games. Shut up, Wesley. Not in any order, I don't think, because I haven't written an order, but Dark Souls, Battlefield Bad Company 2, and um, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. Cool, good selection. Okay. Also, I bet you've never been told to shut up before with your name being Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. I did funny. that joke there. Huh? They, they did a question a few weeks ago. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. I'm going to keep yeah, doing that. We can keep doing the same joke. That's kind of Yeah, that's thing. literally, because every time we do it, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Wesley. Ah, um, knee slapper. 
<laughs> and the next, they have a, a, the next question isn't so much of a question as I would also like to ask if you if you could design your own forty k box set, would it just be a box full of whippy sticks? Yes, yes. And I think yeah, that's not even a question. That's just a statement of what we do. <laughs> it would literally be Ulrich the Slayer and a bunch of whippy sticks. <laughs> or oh, also also a packet of jelly beans because I like jelly beans. Okay. So it'd be a packet of jelly Fair. beans, Ulrich the Slayer, and then a. Turn the whippy sticks, and it would be Someone's called the Jelly Whippy night. Slayer Box. <laughs> if somebody sends that to me, I will just shit. <laughs> no one could source whippy sticks. Like, where are you going to oh, get them? Oh, 3D I'm printing. Sure. You, you'll be able to get them off eBay. We've got four of the damn things, so God, some people they, will have a bunch of them. They were so fucking useless. Yeah, no one's going to give them up, because they're great. No, they're true, amazing. True. I think everyone everyone should own at least one whippy stick. It's just life-changing. Not least yeah. so uh, when someone does something stupid in a game, you can hit them really hard. That's literally <laughs> yeah. why they're there. Especially yeah. if they're wearing a helmet, which... <laughs> which has actually Without happened. naming names, some of us here ha- like wearing helmets when they play Warhammer. <laughs> you make guess, me sound like Guess who? Ins- <laughs> yeah, Wib, you insane gibbering maniac. <laughs> one person here has done it at least once. Moving <laughs> um, on. Queer Twans Amazon said... Intro line, great. Hello, Snipe, Wib, Matt, potential guest, and or Greg Spiders. <laughs> that is amazing. Good. Um, do you have any advice for newbies getting into 40k? Mm. Um, uh, I have a bit of advice because someone asked me on Twitter a little while ago um, when I did like a slightly drunken AMA. Okay. Um, slightly. Where I think one of the important things is to not get so hung up on how your models are painted. Because it's very easy to think that you're absolute dog shit and you're never going to be able to do anything good. Um, But it takes time to get better. And if you're enjoying what you're doing, it literally doesn't matter what they look like. Yeah. Um, Also, play whatever army... However you want. Yeah, don't don't feel the need to adhere to any like, If you want, like, bright purple Necrons, just do it. Fuck everyone else. Yeah, and like if you want to like make a basically make something you want to make, don't go with like whatever. Like don't don't feel like you have to play a certain force or whatever. Because yeah. if you if you like one, you'll make it work. You'll figure out how to make them work. Well, I mean, I don't like bikes and I don't like tanks a lot of the time. I I you know I like walkers and I like grey hunters. So that's really all I do. And <laughs> even if it might not be the most tactically appropriate roster, I don't give a fuck. I just like playing with my lovely boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like you, you'll make it work. And I say as for kind of getting into rules and stuff, oof, I'd say like uh, eighth edition is a hell of a lot more streamlined and a lot easier to mm. get into than a lot of the previous editions. Um, I say it's just, it just it's just nicer. Yeah, and if you haven't played a game yet... Um... If you just want to, like, if you have a games workshop near you, just kind of go in and be like, hi, I'm thinking of starting an army. And they are, honestly, say what you want about games workshop, the people who work for them are amazing. Yeah. They are so, they, they will bend over backwards to help you, because they are just so about the hobby. Yeah. And they, they, if, I mean, they literally just stand there and talk about it all day, and they never get sick of it, so. <laughs> just go in and talk to people, like, the people there, you know, like... Provided, you know, you're not, like, socially anxious or whatever, in which case my advice is probably useless. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I went in and I remember speaking to a couple of guys about, like, yeah, I'm thinking about this. And, like, they kind of give you a brief backstory for, like, certain certain armies or certain, you know, like, different forces. And, and like, a lot of the time they will just play, like, a game with you. 
just to kind of show you how it works. Yeah, they'll have like a trial sort of game. Yeah, they, they usually have them set up on like big tables as you walk in. That's what those are kind of for, just apart from like showing off models. Yeah. And also <laughs> like they'll give a bit of a play. So yeah, like that that can be really helpful if you want to kind of get in on the rules side. But yeah, that's... Yeah. If you can pass any useful information from that, <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope you can. <clears throat> Good. Uh, the next point was um, top five games. So okay. with a with a, a quick sentence for each one. So I'll read those out. It won't be take too long. So I don't know if these are any or- in any order, but Ratchet and Clank, the first game they ever completed all the way through. Oh. Yeah, I remember yeah. playing that a couple of years back, actually, for the first time. It's pretty good. 2002. I didn't realise it was quite that old. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Stadium, the first game on the first console they owned. So. Oh, dang. In 64, I think, isn't yeah, it? Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon yeah. Stadium. Uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's a good game. Yeah. That was a diva cinematic where they actually acknowledged uh, that... She's actually an incredibly skilled veteran. And not just a garbage gamer child. So yeah. that was kind of nice. It was... I did really like that. <laughs> that was really fun. I haven't seen that yet. I'll check it out. We will link you, friend. Yes. Good. Uh, Minecraft, which I'm surprised that none of us mentioned, actually. Yeah. Minecraft... Kind of, kind of forgot it existed, to be honest. Yeah, I think, like, like we all did binge very... very but yeah, yeah. Them, like, but... I think that I would upgrade that. If we did it again, that would definitely at least be an honourable mentions. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, um, we played a lot of it over the years. We played a lot of it, especially ne- like at the time. Like now, if something like came out, it's not groundbreaking at all because like, there's so many copies of it. But yeah. at the time, like it was great. Mm. Yeah, really enjoyed that. And we spent a lot of time doing ridiculous things. Mm. <laughs> uh, and Star Trek Online because they were Trekkie and a masochist. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's that's a fair reason to like Star Trek Online. <laughs> I've, I've played a shitload of it, and I'm I'm not sure why. <laughs> Because you love Star Trek. Because I love Star Trek, and, and I'm a massive Star yeah. Trek yeah. across yeah. the universe. Fair. And uh, the last update, they haven't got any dog pictures, but please find a picture of Nibs the cockatiel. <gasps> Excellent. So, oh, I love. And I'll I... tweet it out on Monday for or yes. whenever for everyone else to see as well. Um, but he's a good boy who loves nuzzles and seeds. So oh, good. I love him. <laughs> um, okay, we're on to the. Fourth page, which is the last page of questions. Okay, okay. good. Um, Murray, um, nice to hear some love for Gran Turismo Three. Um, I don't know if I said I if I was very eloquent about loving it. Um, <laughs> listening back through that podcast, I didn't really say anything interesting about any of the games. <laughs> I don't think but, anyone could accuse us of doing um, that anyway. So don't worry. So, as an aside from that, um, do you have any feelings on the Project Gotham se- series? And I have literally none because they were all on Xbox and I've never owned an Xbox. I've played Project Gotham, the first one, for approximately two minutes in an electronics boutique uh, (laughs) many decades ago. Uh, Why did you make it sound like a fancy porno? I mean, I guess it would have been like 1800 years ago. Um, And it was a racing game that existed. And I remember nothing about it, I'm afraid. (laughs) I just remember that I have played it once. I, d- I remember not particularly liking how it handled, but I am also super picky with racing games. So. <laughs> the shade. Yeah. Um, they have a top five list of games. They actually have a bit of a paragraph for each one, but I won't go into that now just for the for brevity. Mm. Yeah. But top five in no particular order. Ace Combat 5. Oh. Dead, Dead or Alive 2. Mist 4. Full Throttle. And Time Splitters 2. Ah. Oh. And personally, at least Time Splitters 2... Yeah, that's probably an honourable mention for me as well. I yeah, really enjoyed that at the time. Time Splitters 2 was great. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. Love um, that game. 
can't believe none of us mentioned that, to be honest, yeah. again. That's I, very eclectic, this is the thing with um, lists, uh, you always forget oh, obvious yeah. things. That's a very eclectic mix, I will say. It is, yeah, it's nice. good, I like it. Yeah, it's good, it's good. Um, they do have a bit, like I said, they do have a bit of reasoning for each, which explains it a bit more. But Don't need a reason. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, thank you for including them. Sorry we can't go over them because we're rushing. <laughs> yes, and they sent through a dog picture as well. Which oh, again, we'll go on Twitter, a five-year-old Labrador called Henry. I love no, Harry. 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 Sorry. Oh, I love Harry. Harry's even better. Boy. Um, so uh, that's it for Murray. Last up, Hydra Spatial. Um, between your recent anniversary bat rep and the Kill Team unboxing video, I've now ended up with my own copy of Kill Team. <laughs> Sorry, we're bad influencers. So, how do I make either Foxhound or Cobra unit? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, well. I mean, in the proper, proper rules, I don't think you really can. Unless I think you likeness just, is fine. But, um, yeah. If you're just going for likenesses, then maybe something like Scions would be a good I thing to base on. I think Scions would be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or just Guardsmen in general, but I guess Guardsmen are too weak individually. Yeah, so I, yeah definitely get some Scions. Um, or at least use those rules. Yeah. Um, but no, ooh, a Cobra unit or a Foxhound. <laughs> I think you'd probably be better off with Cobra. Um, Cobra, you could, like... Well, that's more of a less weird aesthetic than everyone, like, fucking one of them in a gimp suit. <laughs> but, I mean, you do have, like... Yeah, because, the, like, the Cobra unit, especially when, when you know, the boss was still the joy, mm. it does make sense. Kind of, like, you could relatively easily kind of replicate that compared to, say, Foxhound, where you've got, like, billowing yeah. coats and stuff. I think it would be... Very definitely something you'd have to look into a lot of third party miniatures. Yeah, definitely. I, I think you might struggle to do it with just the regular miniatures. Mm. Um, but that sounds like one hell of a yeah. project. If you do end up doing that, and I wouldn't blame you if you didn't, but if you do, be sure to send us pictures. I'll yeah. be very interested to see how that, that sounds turns rad. out. Okay, good. And that is it for questions. Backlog oh. caught up. <gasps> Excellent. The backlash has been caught up with. <laughs> the backlash has been quenched. Quo- yeah, quenched. Quelched. Quenched and quelled. Quelched. What do you quelched. mean? And quaffed. And quaffed, for that matter. <laughs> the backlash has been quaffed. You I'm heard just, it here first. Okay, I'm just going to say we've been going for nearly two hours and 20 minutes on the recording, okay. and okay. we're just sitting here talking about different words that begin with Q. <laughs> okay, okay. That's fine. You want to be... You wanna it's fucking that. warm and we've been talking for two hours, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Wib. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for sending your questions in. I'm looking forward to answering them next time because it's going to be fun and maybe we won't complain about how long we've been going on for for one, <laughs> one episode. Let's fingers crossed. I've been Snipe. He's been Wib. I have. And Drew Matt's been Percussion Mike. <laughs> yeah, apparently this time. <laughs> He's been channeling Percussion Mike. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> that was Percussion Mike. <laughs> Well, draw on that, say bye-bye. Bye. There you go. That's all four of us.